Diddy. Let's go, What's good? It's morning. It's morning. It is morning. Oh man. Yeah, it's been it's been a week. People are stupid. Bro. It is a permanent fixture. Bro. <laughs> I don't fully understand. I fear I never will. Yeah. Um, but but in some ways it's it's good that you don't. I get it, but tell my brain that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not it's not yeah. that simple. Like your brain searches for answers and reasons why. Bruh. And <laughs> unfortunately, with this, there there is really only one reason. I know people try to be nuanced, dumb. That's it. Yeah. That's no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You know However, like, just certain situations make me think, okay, maybe. Yeah. What up, McKenna? What up, McKenna? I go to the store for packing stuff. Oh, sounds like a sounds like a bittersweet time. Oh, you wish you moving out? Damn. I wish I was moving out. Kind well. Of. Yeah, I, yeah, I figured that's where you were going with that. <laughs> One day. Yeah. One day. Absolutely. One way or another, they need to be carting me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oregon. Whoa. That's a big jump. Whoa. Yikes. So you, you're moving there in the winter? Yeah. Why would you? Huh. Wow. Well, I mean, when you when you live in a place that's two hundred degrees, <laughs> <in> the <gym, laughs> she said, "I finally be honest." <laughs> 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 I get it. I get, I get it. it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Makes sense. Makes sense. You about to go be a, a, a what are the Oregon a duck? You about to go be a duck? <laughs> I think the, I think Oregon is the ducks. They the ducks or they the geese. No, that's South K. That's South K. Oh shit! Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, because Addie's in South K. So yeah, wherever Addie goes, goes the geese. It is ducks. Yeah, Oregon ducks. I'll be damned. The Oregon Daffies. That's nigga. Hey. Oh, okay. They have friends in Portland. Where they're moving there and the family. Okay, family. Okay, cool. All right, that's what's up. What, what up, Ken? up? Hey, Ken, I was just talking about you the other day to my wife about uh, where you're living at now and all of that shit. I was just talking to my wife about you. Living there mm. forever spring and shit. Forever yeah. spring. I quit. Yeah. This isn't a good place to be. And I'm not, I, I mean several things when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's crazy because I do, like Ken supported the uh, the Kickstarter from last year. So I still got one of his books and he refuses to give me the address. because said, no, bring it down when you come down. Right. And he's so, right. He's so, really right. And I'm really, yeah, yeah, I'm really... McKenna said, I'll get to be the one bringing about 70. I know, <laughs> right? So I'm on with you that one's funny. Thanks. I mean, listen, listen, listen. If this show could not appreciate anything more yeah. 
It is a child moving all the way across the country for right. the purpose, regardless of what, you, what the real purpose is. Exactly. Headcanon is exactly. the purpose is to troll her mother. Oh, it's relatable, bro. Oh, <laughs> bro. Uh. Let me tell you something about that snow shit. Oh, and she said she'll get to see snow. No, listen. No, no. Hold up. Stop. Before you do not <laughs> let him ruin. Matter of fact, hold up. Hold up. We'll, we'll talk to you in a second. Do not let him ruin your whimsy. I fully understand the statement that you just made. I'm on his side, by the way, but don't let him ruin your whimsy because. I, I absolutely understand the point that she's making. <laughs> oh, shit. Look, can't say he on the balcony in shorts. Another wonderful day. Of course he is. I'm coming down there, and I, and I want to play discus golf. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to get my discus golf in. Is that like ultimate frisbee? Bro, yeah. And this, I don't know if, I don't know if Ken invented it, but I know he's a huge proponent of it down there. It was even in a, a little, little freaking mini dock. About the shit. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Word. It's yeah. Kind of it, it looked fun. I ain't going to lie. It looked fun. And for somebody my age, it doesn't look super taxing. Nah. <laughs> you still get tired. <laughs> well, I'm, look, I'm, I get tired just sitting up all day okay. behind the camera. All right. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? So that, that goes without saying. But, <laughs> but yeah, Ken, if I can get my ducks in a row for next year. Right. Just saying. Oh, okay. You brought you brought it to Columbia. Ah. And now it's kind of taking off a bit down there. They doing hey. docks and shit. I'm gonna say. I mean, I'm not gonna have to worry about shoveling it. Plus, I work from home, mm, so I only have to go out in the snow if I want there to. Go. Yeah, that is. Plus. There's actual, it's actual, absolutely. absolutely. So I got that's true. She yeah, got ain't no, it ain't no fucking mountains <laughs> in Florida. There ain't no damn mountains in Florida. So, yeah, <laughs> man, man, I'm just, I don't know, B. Like next year, I, I do. There's certain things I'm trying to put in place that will allow for me to be able to do that because right. what I'm tired of, um, and we are about to start the show, but. What I get tired of is SBJ uh, 16 times a year going. Yo, listen. This nigga. I don't like it here, and I put my money where my mouth is. <laughs> it's just that simple. I don't like it here, and I put my money where my mouth is. That's all. It ain't nothing special. It ain't, no, it ain't nothing crazy. I just don't like being here, and I, I exercise the possibility of not doing that as much as possible. That's well, it. Well, I get That's you. <laughs> I get you. I get you. So Ken says we have a team in Pan Am games, right? Oh, damn! In South Carolina, oh. uh, McKenna says I've never lived anywhere above 100 feet above sea Yikes. level. In fact, typically below sea level. Right. <laughs> damn. Let me do this intro. Ah, ah, ah. Me, 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 me. Okay. Me, All, right. Me. All right. Okay. You get it. <laughs> Welcome, what up, sis. Uh -oh. No, you must wait. When Marissa enters the damn chat, yeah, we gotta, gotta <laughs> must wait. <laughs> Absolutely. Now let's get started. But that see that threw me off. What <clears> up, <throat> Stella? What up, Stella? Me, me, me. 
Oh God! Had to go a pitch higher because uh huh. No. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the Black Culture Geeks podcast. This is my man SPJ. You and I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and we are just a couple of geeks talking about pop culture from a black perspective. Facts, facts, indeed. Now, SBJ has a tale to tell that he did not go into detail with me when I do referenced it. The show, oh, I did though. So I am very anxious to hear <laughs> what the fuck is going on because it's obviously a doozy. But Bruh. before we do any of that, yeah, we can't get there yet. We got to do our news and quotations for those of you that are only listening to the audio news. Right, right, right. So, um, yeah. So what are we gonna start with? What are we gonna start with? Sure. All right. So I have something that is disappointing. But some people are probably kind of hip to it. I have something that is amazing on one hand, but like meh on the other. Mm. And then I have something that's deliciously petty. <laughs> what should I what should I start with? Listen, bro. Um <laughs> I'm in the mood for petty right now. Okay, like, that's what we will start with then. Okay, Central Park Karen, remember her? Uh, Hold up, what are we thinking? Are you talking about the woman with the dog that was uh huh, and the uh-huh. brother uh-huh. that was telling her, "Yo, they're uh-huh. loose dogs in the town." Yeah, she's walking around here like that, and she mm-hmm. claimed she was gonna call the police, which she did, but then she acted as if she was being assaulted by the big black mm-hmm. scary man. Yes. In All an right. attempt to uh, weaponize the police once again against mm-hmm. a black person because mm-hmm. the de- because of denial globally of the fact that our PR is fucked up and that it's utilized against us mm-hmm. got to be shown Evidently, in this case, yeah, you got good memory. Yeah, good memory. Now, the the thing about it that I did forget was, um, this actually uh, happened either the day of or the day after George Floyd. Floyd. Yes, it was the day after, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, let (laughs) this is the title of the article. I was branded the Central Park Karen. I still live in hiding. You should. Here's how the article starts. Split your wrist. (laughs) Strangers texted texted me. Mm -hmm. If anyone deserves prison rape, it's you. People I had never met called me to say, uh, the noble thing to do is to remove yourself from society, so please kill yourself. I'm Amy Cooper, but you probably know me as Central Park Karen. You may not know my name, but you probably know my story. Or at least the two-minute version of the story that was broadcast all over the world without key facts or context. Everyone believed and amplified one story. There's video. There's video. Everybody believed and amplified one story that a white Central Park Karen called the police on an innocent black man, a bird watcher, because of the color of his skin. Today, I want you to read and understand the whole story. Not just what the media told you. And after you assess both sides, please tell me. Was my never-ending cancel culture sentence just a verdict? Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Is this a am I an asshole? 
I mean, no, technically it's not. Am I? But I guess, I guess spiritually it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's <clears throat> given. Am I mean, <laughs> I, hey, listen. Uh, on May twenty fifth, twenty twenty, in the early days of the coronavirus pandemic, when anxieties ran high, I took my dog, whom my life revolved around, for a walk. I visited Central Park in the morning during the hours when dogs were allowed off. I'm sorry. By the way, let me uh, side note real quick. Uh, see, I realized uh, something that I had said and something that Sis had uh, fought back on. I realized that I said it wrong. Mm-hmm. When I say animal people are terrible I'm talking about people who make animals their whole personality. That's what I'm talking about. Because so we know think they're panthers. Is that what you? No, no. nigga. But because 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 we obviously know and love several animal people. Yeah. Eddie, Cindy, Marissa. Like obviously, no, no. I'm not talking about you guys. But these motherfuckers. They're terrible. That, that make the like habit that make being a pet owner their entire life. That's their, that's those their whole people, identity. Yeah, those people are generally terrible people. Um. Anyway, uh, I visited Central Park in the morning during the hours when dogs were allowed off leash. On my way home, I choose to take an unfamiliar path, landing in the Bramble, a secluded area of Central Park. Seconds later, I heard a voice boom. Get out of here. You shouldn't be here. I saw a man who began yelling at me that my dog should be on his leash. Yo, did you hear this guy's voice? No. Oh, yes. It's not booming. No, it's not booming at all. No, no. Absolutely not. No. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. But anyway. uh, She's revealing so much. Right. Before recording me, Christian Cooper yelled out, if you're going to do what you want, I'm going to do what I want, but you're not going to like it. Those were ex- exact words. Words Christian admitted to saying on Facebook the very day of the incident. And yes, <laughs> I was scared. And yes, I was scared. I was a female alone in a secluded area of Central Park with a man so yelling at me. And threatening me as a victim of a sexual assault in my late teens, I was completely panicked for my safety and well-being. Then Christian, who did not own a dog, bizarrely tried to lure my dog to him with treats. Immediately Why raising a red flag. Why are you calling that man by his first name like you own this shit? Ah, it is. This is this is my story. Let me tell it. Oh. <laughs> New stories of poisoned dogs quickly came to mind. My mama bear instincts kicked in. Oh, my. I immediately pulled my dog tight by his collar, fearing that something would happen to him. Acting from a place of panic and vulnerability, I told Christian that I was going to call the police and what I planned to say, hoping that would be enough to dissuade him from his earlier threat. Instead, Christian taunted me to call the police. Seeing no other choice, I called 911 and described the man who was threatening me. But due to very spotty service in the park, 
I had to repeat my description of Christian multiple times. The 911 tape makes it very clear that the dispatcher couldn't hear me due to the poor connection, yet this fact went unreported, skewing perceptions of my actions. There were never any racial implications to my words. I just felt raw fear and desperately wanted help. Later that day, Christian, later that day, Christian took to Facebook to proudly describe to his followers that he instigated the encounter and boasted that he keeps a bag of dog treats to lure off leash dogs. Consider that for a moment. He admitted to instigating the incident. I was not the first or only person Christian Cooper had threatened in Central Park. Jerome Lockett has stated that Christian also aggressively threatened him, luring in his dog. Jerome? I don't, I don't fucking know. Okay. Luring in his dog. Jerome said he knows of two fellow dog owners who experienced the same behavior from Christian, but they didn't want to come forward because they are white and Christian is black. They fear being canceled as oh, I and, and you definitely know how much power we have. Just look at Congress. Oh, wait. Go ahead. <laughs> no, none of this was reported. Stark omissions and coverage completely altered my life. And there is no correcting after the fact. I and others affected by this incident could only live in the false, hateful narrative. As Christian's video went viral, my life as I knew it was over. All my personal information was released online. I received many hundreds of threatening graphic images, death threats, and hate mail, which continues to this names. day. <laughs> My employer fired me the day after the incident sure, without yeah. ever taking the time to learn the facts. Clearly in survival mode, my company released a strong statement distancing itself from me, effectively blacklisting my career. In a frantic and desperate attempt to stop the avalanche of hate and death threats, I issued a public apology at the recommendation of a PR company, but it did nothing. I was forced into hiding. Over three years later, I am still in hiding. I am scared to be in public. I still can't get a job that meets my qualifications. And there have been long stretches of unemployment, all leading to thoughts of self-harm. Let me, let me pause real quick. Um, here's... Here's what's confusing, right? Because none of this is confusing until this part. All the, the rest of the shit makes sense. I get it. I understand. Um, I have, and there have been long stretches of unemployment. So you got fired for what? What did you get fired for after you found another job? Yeah. Because yeah. they, because because you are by, like, anybody like, doing research yeah, on you. I was about to say. find she's, you. She's trying to make the point. That because of this incident, she couldn't get work, but she's clearly right. saying she did get some sort of employment. And what you're saying, they found out who you were afterwards, which doesn't make sense. It doesn't because they do their, you know, I've had to hire people. Like you have to look at the yeah, like, and your name was ringing bells at one, point. especially in this day and time. Yeah, they, they go and check social media, Google and search that real quick. Bro, like I don't understand. Okay. All right. All right. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only. Okay. Um, was my fear that day in the park irrational? Was it based on racial perceptions? Most people leapt to that assumption, especially considering the encounter occurred on the same day a police officer murdered George Floyd. My stressful encounter was woven together with this horrific and preventable tra tragedy, 
what happened to George Floyd is what Amy Cooper would have wanted to happen to Christian Cooper, claimed one YouTuber. This could not be further from the truth. <laughs> and an incredibly damaging assertion that lives with me and haunts my family. My family has suffered enormously. I care for one of my parents who has a terminal illness. I want them to know I'll be okay, but I do not know if I ever will be. There are many others who have suffered as well. Over the years, my New York City apartment was a safe haven to numerous women who had encountered abusive relationships. When I had to flee, they lost their safe place too. I don't know if I did everything right in that park, but I know I didn't do everything wrong. I've tried to connect directly with Christian, but I've never heard back from him. Despite what I've endured, I would always be open to an honest, productive conversation. I want to clarify that I never filed a false release report. That charge which resulted from the onslaught of media and political pressure in the prosecutor's office was quickly dismissed because it had no basis in fact. For context, where I grew up, which was outside of the United States, uttering threats is considered assault and does not have to include physical force, just lack of consent. I only reported exactly what happened to me that day when I was threatened by a man with a history of aggressive behavior towards did other she know, dog owners. Did she know, did she know no, she didn't. There's no way. No, she didn't. Um, <clears throat> uh, I was threatened by a man with a history of aggressive behavior towards other dog owners in a remote, isolated area of Central Park. I was terrified and traumatized. Even now, when I think about it three years later, the fear quickly wells up in me again. I also don't know why the whole truth was never printed or reported. I can only assume that no, no one, not even the top tier media outlets, felt safe from the unrelenting, unforgiving weight of cancel culture. I know that's why I feared telling my own story for so many years. So the next time you feel like telling someone to kill themselves after watching a two minute video, know there is likely far more to the story, no matter what the claims. There's no such thing as a Karen. We are all just people, each of us deserving grace bullshit. and forgiveness. Bullshit, the bullshit, end, bullshit. Silencing the truth, the full story, hurts all of us. Amy Cooper, a loving daughter, friend, dog mom, and volunteer for women of abuse, <laughs> currently resides in an undisclosed location after being at the center of a media firestorm after being dubbed the Central Park Karen. All views expressed in this article are the author's own. Yeah, let me uh, let me uh, weigh in on some of this. <laughs> okay, so there, there, there's a, there's a few things about this. What you guys are seeing, witnessing, and reading right here is a common used tactic. Yeah, it's white woman too. Yeah, yes, it's the framing <laughs> and the narrative. She wants to be able to claim reclaim a narrative. So. Mm -hmm. For those of you that haven't seen the video, there's video of this. Um, it is so obvious what she's doing. Every black person, or I won't even say black person, I'll say everybody that comes from a demographic that has the PR that states they're violent, they're criminal, they're mean, they're dangerous, has gone through this. Because not just black people, Latin people too, right? Going through this, 
even people with tattoos. I mean, like, they, they've gone through this, right? Wait, 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 wait. Before you, before you continue, let's uh, let's uh, refresh everybody's memory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let's 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 refresh everybody's memory. Okay. Because I re remember what I had just read. Yes. And then and then, and then watch this. Video. Watch it. Yes. Yes. I'm asking you to stop. Please don't come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording me. Please don't come close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. Going to tell them that there's an African American man coming near me. Thank you. Uh, so okay. let, let's address one, one all this in the room. The booming voice. The booming voice. <laughs> See, in her mind, in her mind, he had the voice of James Earl Jones. Bruh! The Darth Vader voice. Like, what the fuck? Or, or Keith David. His, Keith, light, his lightweight, his lightweight ass voice. To her, <laughs> this was scary time. Bro, listen, listen. All of you heard that voice. We heard that voice. <laughs> the only way that voice sounds scary is if you already have a preconceived notion on Thanks. who's dangerous. Yo. Or you're capping to make this seem as bad as possible in your favor. Bruh. You on top of that. <clears throat> the video where I started the video, there were a couple seconds before that, but I just didn't mm -hmm. feel like scrolling back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. She had time to put the leash on the dog. Yeah. Said she was choking the poor dog out. Right. Th th this is the other thing too. All of that. Oh no. The cop kept asking me because it was a bad connection. So right. I had to keep giving the description. Before you called, yeah, you told him, I'm going to tell the police the African-American male is it's threatening my life. And you started the phone call with, there's an African-American man. <laughs> so, again, again, one of the worst people ever, but also, she's not alone in this. This is no. not new shit. No, it's not. Look, look, look at, look at, She's trying to do this because she feels like, God damn it, she got held accountable. <laughs> she got held accountable. And the history, oh. in this, the history in this country from the past has been that typically this sort of stuff does not get held accountable for. Right. I'm going to give you an example that all of you know at least a little about. Mm. Emmett Till. Emmett Till, yep. The people who killed him, they went without accountability. Including mm -hmm. the woman that accused him. Yeah. 
and lied. And flat out lied. No yeah. accountability for that shit. Mm-hmm. In this day and time of social media, in this day and time of more people having access to get what they think out, and that video came out. Like I said, anybody that's in a demographic that has been maligned and basically been given uh, the scourge of they're criminals, they're dangerous, they're this, they're scary, you can't trust them, has all seen this before, right? This is a calculation she made. And it's ugly, but I got to put it out there. This man pissed me off for calling me out on me breaking the law, having my dog run around here. Listen, I love dogs. Let me tell you something. There is a pandemic of people who feel like their dogs, just because they lovely, lovey-dovey to you, don't mean they're going to be lovey-dovey to other people. Correct. And you let them run around. You haven't really trained them for real. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Your dog can't be that well trained. If yeah, if a stranger having treats yeah. was yeah. enough to have your dog acting away, your dog isn't as well trained as you think he is. Right. Right. And that's the, and that's the whole point. Most of the people do not know how to actually train their dog. So when you right. let them go on the leash, they stay go around sniffing. And I know you want them to get some exercise, but then a person comes along and now they curse. They're going to go mm-hmm. over to that person. You don't know how that person's mindset is about dogs. They can have an allergy or just an irrational fear of mm-hmm. some, some dog that's not controllable. They don't know how to act. And, you know, animals are flighty. They yep. are flighty. If they sent certain things, they might decide to do something that may mm-hmm. not to them be considered aggressive, but it could be right. considered aggressive to the person that's happening to, right? None of this. She got held accountable for that. Somebody called her out on it. So since she was, I'm going to weaponize mm-hmm. my status as a woman against your status as a black man, excuse me, my status as a white woman mm-hmm. against your status as a black man. And I'm going to weaponize it with the people who I know for a fact tend to fuck y'all up just on GP. The yeah. cops, I'm going to tell them that an African-American man, I don't think you needed any more coat. What, did she have to say, nigga? I, right. No more in, in general, uh, this is, this is just, maybe, maybe it's, it, mm-hmm. if, if, if somebody's legitimately threatening me, generally they aren't recording me at the same time. <laughs> That was what he was saying she wasn't going to like. Him recording her. Here's the thing about that. When you have this in your hand and you're trying to get good footage, you know what you're not doing? Hold up. Hold up. These are the things you're not doing. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, so... It's, uh, oh, to, to, to be 100% on the level uh because i absolutely did involve some joking with my my response to her article but to be 100 clear and honest and, and and fair are there the details in that article that we didn't know about yes are they true do if if they're true let's let's just say they're true 
Um, the actual details, not her her fucking editor editorial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actual details. Let's say the actual details that she added are true. Like they don't really change anything. It changes nothing because one, <laughs> you saying that he has held other people accountable for letting their dogs run around there without leashes. This could be a simple case of him being a guy who does have a little trepidation about dogs and you're ruining his experience out there when yeah. there's a law that says that you the dog needs to be leashed like you specifically mentioned that you that you wandered into an area that you're not familiar with right right yeah. I don't. also you knew nothing about those other people that you mentioned no not at the moment you said i'm going to tell the police that an African American male is, is, mm -hmm. is harassing me and attacking me and shit. Like, Correct. so big. big oh, and, and she claims that it was just for descriptive purposes. Yeah, but you said it before. Yeah, you, the before only the other description she gives is that he has a helmet on. Yeah, she does yeah. not say what color clothing he has on. She mm -hmm. does not say what kind of clothing he nope. has on. Nope. She doesn't nope. give an approximate height. Nope. No shoes. None of that. No, it's not how that, the, it's not the other, words mean things. Words mean things, bro. Now the other big question some of you might be asking: Well, who would be foolish enough to buy this the story? Well, I'm gonna tell you: other people like her. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or other people who are invested psychologically in the notion that somehow the marginalized groups. All the power. <laughs> All the power. Yeah. They're running everything. Right. And they're, they're using their identities to beat us over the head. They're using what potentially my great grandparents did to their great grandparents. Right. right? As a weapon against. And we're tired of it. So there are people with political aspirations or political, I should say, uh, uh, influences and motivations mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to buy into her story and eat it hook, line, and sinker, even though there's a video. <laughs> there's a video out there. That video was played numerous times and went viral. Bruh. And you can clearly see before she dialed nine, fuck not one, one, before she dialed nine, she told him, I'm going to tell the police an African-American man is attacking me. Then she went, yep. by the way, she went into full hysteronics mode. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. It's coming. He was standing there with his phone. Mind you, he didn't move. Yeah, he didn't move closer. And he thanked you for calling the police. Right. How many? Let me, let me ask y'all this. <laughs> let me ask y'all this. I've been robbed before at gunpoint. Mm. I don't recall the person thanking me for calling. Me. Thank you. Thank you. Right. I appreciate that. Nah. I've mm. been jumped. I don't recall those people <laughs> thanking me. Mm -mm. Thank no, you. it's not a thing. It just doesn't. It's not a thing. Nah. Look, look at look at the look at the focal point on the camera as well. Bruh. At no point it does not change. 
It does not change. Like, <laughs> like she moves towards. Matter of fact, she walks toward him. Before walking back, when the dog starts are wild now. Right. She walks toward him. Listen. I'll 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 put it like this. Because she mentions that well, I didn't grow, I didn't I wasn't born here where I'm from. Blah blah this, blah blah. Okay, cool. But nobody is how can I say this? It's not to say that this doesn't happen. Yes. That's not the point that I'm making. But it's not a it's not a it's not a it's not prudent. Right. If you are actually scared of your life, for your life, and you legitimately think somebody is going to, to attack you, you mm-hmm. and can act, is actually able, able of doing, to. Yeah. yeah, you generally don't move toward them. Yeah, that's kind of something that you don't see happening. No. Not generally. Now, backing up while not taking your eyes off of them? Absolutely. 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 100%. Here's the other thing. <laughs> Again, we heard you tell him what you were going to do mm-hmm. before you did it. Before you did it. And then when you did it, by the way, you didn't say you didn't tell him you was going to do it in that same uh, a historical voice that you would have heard from a Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying when Jason is getting right. closer and you're on the phone. Oh, it's coming. None of that happened. Hey, None of that put happened. That, put that damn dog away. No, that's not. That's not. <laughs> yo, it was more like, hey, ma'am, hey, could, could you please? Could you, could you, could you please? Like, why? Yo, why do you he have, had the most? What you're doing is illegal. I don't. I don't. I don't mean to. Uh, yes, I do. No, you about he, to. He said some. You about. He said, you some, about to, he said some goofiness after this too. So yes, he did. Um, he did. He, you know what I'm saying? So he had the the most punk ass voice. She's saying, <laughs> "I hear this booming voice." <laughs> all heard that voice. <laughs> all of you heard. That voice. Where was the boom? Where's the boom? Where's the boom? We're still waiting for the boom. <laughs> that song promised us the boom. Here, Here comes the, the yeah no nah, it, it was the it boom and never he arrived. Was house he was Bruh. Jerry, Bruh. <laughs> academics even. He was <laughs> bro. I'm, <laughs> listen, <laughs> the whole uh, uh theme about nerds and geeks and he was watching Bruh. Bruh, yo, he was literally bird watching it. He was bird watching. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want to be clear about this. The implication, well, the inference for me is not that black people can't be in the wrong, right? No, because because here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Effectively, unless he was, unless it was some type of neurological thing, and he was actually, you know, yeah. affected negatively. Uh, barring that, mm-hmm. he was literally being Randall from Recess. He was, he was, he was he being was, a hall monitor. He was, he was like a hall monitor. He was being hall monitor. That's what he was doing. Like, so, like the 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 high school and middle school kid in me was like, "What the fuck is this nigga doing?" Listen to his voice. But <laughs> listen to his voice. But he he was like annoying wrong. He was life threatening wrong. Ken Ken makes a point. 
it was bird watching. An unleashed dog scares birds. Facts. If she leased the dog, he has no complaint for her to overreact to. Correct. She started out being an asshole. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. didn't end up as another shot for being black in front of a right. person that has a black friend. Right. Because right. at the end of the day, if you and I, we go out, we used to go out shooting, shooting mm-hmm. vlogs and shit. We got the camera set up. We're standing at a certain distance. We're getting our narration on. Somebody walks, not behind us and winds up in the shot, but between Right, the camera and us, and they keep doing it. We're gonna say something, absolutely, because this is an activity that we're engaged in, and your behavior right now is preventing us from doing it. You could have walked around. So, in in, in his defense, even though he said some clownish shit after this, yes, oh god, but in his defense, he's out there engaged in the activity of bird watching, right? And with this dog running around. Enjoying having its best life. Absolutely. I'm not mad at the dog. Mm-mm. I'm not mad at the dog at all. But he's living his best life, unfortunately, in an area where he needs to be leashed. That's on her. That's on her. And this guy mentioning it, he's being a hall monitor, <laughs> but he's still right out of line. Yeah. <laughs> he's not out of line. Does his voice sound like Randall? Bruh, no. Not Randall's quite. is deeper. Yeah, Randall's but, voice is deeper. <laughs> Randall's Randall voice is deeper. But this guy was not a... No. You know, I, if, if you ain't never been threatened, for real, for real, if you ain't never I mean, been in a right. situation for real, for real... Let me, let me try to grasp at something. Was he physically imposing compared to her? Yes. He could have been, yeah. He's probably, yeah, he's probably taller. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, give you that. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, and here's the thing, here's the thing. Is it possible his baby was different before he hit record? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But why would he hit record? If he had planned on attacking you. <laughs> See, this right. is the problem. This is the problem. If he was planning on attacking you, why hit record? That's what I'm yeah. going to do. Before I, before I attack you, I'm going to have my evidence for you to be able to use. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Like, I just don't. I don't know. Um, yeah, let's move on to the next story. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, because of we because we went with the petty, we're going to go with the, with the good story. We're going to go with the good story next. Uh, the good story is uh, Missy Elliott. Oh, yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, that happened this week, and here's a here's an editor editorial piece on just the general thing. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame continues to course correct amid a reckoning at the Hall of Fame. Missy Elliott made history as the first ever female rapper to be included earlier this year. <clears throat> After the nominations of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's class of 2023 were announced, Courtney Love wrote an op-ed for The Guardian titled, Why Are Women So Marginalized by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Currently, female artists make up just over 8% of the Hall of Fame, and only eight women sit on the 28-person nominating board. 
If so few women are being inducted into the Rock Hall, then the nominating committee is broken, wrote Love. If so few Black artists, so few women of color are being inducted, then the voting process needs to be overhauled. Uh, uh, real quick aside, we, we already talked about why this, because the, the fucking person that made the Rolling Stones magazine, he specifically said that we weren't articulate enough. Yeah, <laughs> basically, yeah, that's that's the reason. But but anyway, uh, but as Love also noted, this year alone, more more women were nominated than at any time in the organization's forty-year history. Uh -oh. coming. That's that, that's a problem. You know, it's a lot of guys <laughs> out here that. Change is coming, but slowly and somewhat begrudgingly at that, and is leaving <laughs> some people in the past for better or worse. In September, Jan Winner, the co-founder, oh, okay, they get they, they they reference it. The co-founder and former editor of Rolling Stone, who helped establish the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1983, which he ruled over for the next 40 years, gave an interview in the New York Times. The discussion with Times staffer David Marchese was meant in support of his book, The Masters, a collection of interviews with rock philosophers Bob Dylan, Bono, Bruce Springsteen, Mick Jagger, John Lennon, Jerry Garcia, and Pete Townsend. When asked why the anthology did not feature any women, Winner said that in part that none of them were as articulate enough on this <laughs> intellectual level. When asked why the book did not have any conversations with Black artists, Winner said they just didn't articulate at that <laughs> that's level. The that's the he doubled down. Like, yeah, the fuck? Okay. Uh, following publication of that interview, he was immediately removed from the Hall's board of directors. It was a quick combination for an institution that has otherwise moved at a glacial pace to avoid. Wait a minute, hold, hold, hold. Was he would would he have been removed for that sentiment twenty years ago? Years ago? No. Absolutely. Twenty? Fuck no. Yeah, okay, so not the twenty. Why, the reason why I asked that is because there will always be people who will say, oh, they only did that because blah, 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 blah. Because in their minds, things are supposed to stay right the same well, way they were then. The they are there are probably several reasons why this would not have happened 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I'd imagine that his importance and usefulness and influence oh, in that company back then was stronger than it is now. Right. Um, that's one thing. Also, of course, the way society has changed. Yes. Um, yes. Also, of course, 20 years ago, um, 20, the way that black music has dominated the United States in the past 20 years mm -hmm. wasn't necessarily the case. So, I the argument for that. I, I think so, I mean, that there are there are several factors, but point blank, no. Yeah. If if there were no outside factors, right, that's the best, said that's that, the best way to put it. Right. If, if there were no outside that, factors, and he just said that same shit, yeah, it been status quo. Right. And then there are people that that will use that as an as a reason why nothing should have happened to him now. And I, I find it interesting because if they reverse the situation and they put the person that thinks like that in the odd man out uh, line of fire yeah. where they are the ones that are negatively affected by these things. Mm -hmm. The lack of opportunity, access, respect yeah. for craft, all yeah. of that.
Would you still be good with it staying the same? Yeah. Would you still um, be good with it? <laughs> but also, like, there are people who speak on it that don't actually understand what they're really talking about. Like, yeah. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not specifically for the genre of rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is not. It might have started. I, I can't remember if it started that way. Right. Um, but should evolve when it was. Yeah. It it it, it, it has long not been uh, specifically exclusively for the genre of rock. Yeah, it's been a long time since. <laughs> if it started out that way, it's been a long time since. It a very long time. You yeah. Know? So it's 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 one of those things where, um, sure they could have changed the name of it, and all of that. But the reality yeah, but it's not really necessary. Is, it's not necessary because think about it. It's a reason why the Learning Channel didn't change their name. They just broke right. it down to the acronym because it's branding involved with <laughs> exactly. that too. And once people have gotten accustomed to a certain type of branding, and you go and switch that shit up, it makes it harder on you from a business standpoint. So they kept Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because that's what it became known as. That's the branding of it. Absolutely. But it has evolved over the years to include other genres of music. So if you are doing big things in your mm-hmm. particular genre where you have um, influenced and sustained the music, music and transcended even... Uh, the particular genre that you're in, Bro. I don't care if you're doing. Techno. And also, also when you get other people that are in, all yes, yes, speaking about these other people, like yeah, yes, yeah. this person belongs here, right? Blah blah. When you have a Dolly Parton, facts, facts, and she's saying things about these different people, yeah, that 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 all, like the article said, it's a slow change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it is indeed a change. It's not something that you can really deny when you look at it in totality. And right. I think that's another point of the article. Like, that's not really the, that wasn't their intention. It wasn't their intention no. for this to ever change. No, <laughs> this is this is the thing, right? We don't have to be servants to the intentions of people that came before us. Absolutely. Once not. we have realized that their intentions may not have been above board. We right. don't have to continue on that shit. It's 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 lame to me that we get stuck in these fucking loops. Oh about shit! Things. What's up? The article has uh, Dolly Parton's quote. Uh, ah, Dolly th- Parton, th- right there. Dolly Parton politely declined her nomination last year before eventually embracing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, "Born from the collision of rhythm and blues, country and gospel, rock and roll is a spirit that is inclusive and ever changing." The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame celebrates the sound of youth culture and honors the artists whose music connects us all. Right. Right. Point blank. And that's the thing. When I look at my playlist, that 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 I, I have a playlist on um on uh, YouTube called My Soundtrack, basically the soundtrack of my life. Right. It has all these shows oh, in there. Come on now. Johnny Cash in there. Thanks. Like, this is a soundtrack the of man my in life. black. You know what I'm saying? So, I think I actually pity people who only listen to one genre of music. Um, Typically, those folks are younger. They haven't had the experience yet to hear a bunch of stuff. Although, that's changing a lot now because music is so accessible now. Yeah. But it's also about, well, like, do you have, are you interested in hearing other, you know what I'm saying? But in truth, 
if if a person that an artist that 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 engaged put out music put out stuff that was life-changing for a lot of people uh it became a soundtrack of people's lives and it revolutionized the, their genre mm -hmm. <laughs> did you not that's enough yeah, yeah that's, that's enough, enough. That's, that's enough, enough. <laughs> that's enough. Uh, on Friday night, the induction ceremony, which took place in Barclays Center in Brooklyn, welcomed a variety of artists across gender, race, and genre, both living and dead. Cheryl Crow, DJ Cool Hurt, Shaka Khan, George Michael, The Spinners, Kate Bush, Al Cooper, uh, Willie Nelson, Link Ray, Bernie Taupin, Rage Against Did the Machine. Alice Cooper or Al Cooper? Al. Okay. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, Missy Elliott, Don Cornelius. It was the body's first induction ceremony to be held since Winner's train wreck interview and public <laughs> dismissal. And the anticipation for what the night might hold and the future of the institution beyond that was high. Before the show began, John Sykes, who took over from Werner Winner as chairman in 2020, gave remarks about the Hall of Fame, calling it music's highest honor and describing rock and roll not as a genre, but as an attitude, a common thread amongst the night's honorees. And he's right. It's an attitude, a distinct point of view that all of the honored artists have been able to articulate. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Have been able to articulate across decades and genres that have tied them together like an invisible guitar string. It's what connects Kate Bush to Shaka Khan, George Michael to Sheryl Crow, and Missy Elliott to Rage Against the Machine. Uh, Winner was barely acknowledged. Instead, the spotlight remained largely on performances and speeches that fulfilled the institution's revived mission. From Crow opening her show, the show alongside a new generation of rock, Olivia Rodrigo, to her shredding guitar alongside Shaka Khan, to New Edition's delightful tribute to the Spinners and Cornelius's Soul Train, and Elliot closing out the show by bringing down the house with a masterclass performance, spanning all the hits we know and love her for, that proves she's one of the greatest of all time. Uh, only one inductee addressed Werner's, winners, whatever, uh, comments. And even then, it was with an oblique touch. Elton John's longtime collaborator, Toppin, topped off his acceptance speech with two well-placed jabs. Quote, I'm honored to be in the class of 2023 alongside such a group of profoundly articulate women <laughs> and outstanding articulate black artists. Boom. Listen, Mic drop. That's how that's supposed to go. The fact that Don <laughs> Cornelius, who didn't release an album at all. Right. But it's, it's about impact, right? Right. And speaking of Don, one of my favorite Don Cornelius uh, stories. That I actually watched this happen in real time with Soul Train. Mm. Eric B. and Rakim performed on Soul Train. Mm -hmm. Don Cornelius was rather famous at being a little snooty when it comes to rap music. Yeah. He asked Rakim, hey, brother, uh, we're doing an interview. Those was up there, you don't smile a whole lot. And it's then, mm -hmm. Yikes. Rakim said, because I ain't no joke. Like ah, so you should get what? What? Donnie ain't like that. They, I don't think there was ever one there again. Donnie. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Did he not know the song? You can't. How you want to get mad at that? You, you don't know the song, like it's the bar. But see, you know, you know what? I'll tell you why I think he got mad. One, he was taking it. This was a this was a dig at hip, sure. the hip hop aesthetic. Right, right, right. This was right. a dig, right? Also, 
those that knew Rocket <laughs> back then, they said he used to roll with a crew full of head buses. <laughs> All sure. right, when you see I'm this sure. old man up here at these festivals now doing his his greatest hits, do not be deceived <laughs> when he was back then, right? So his whole demeanor was sure. So when he said, "Cause I ain't no joke," I think it was the tone. <laughs> Okay, that was sure. putting I guess that see this is just me speaking as a fan of hip hop, not also, understanding. Also, as somebody who's a fan of the aesthetic, Ex absolutely, yeah, and not intimidated by it, right? right, right if right. Rockin would have said that to you, you'd be like, ha, go. I'm like, yo, I'm like bars, my guy. His, his, <laughs> his facial expression, the tone of his voice would not have moved you, right? You would have caught you like, ha, good one. I ain't no joke. I like that. You got me. Bars. You got me. <laughs> but Don not being from right, that, right and right. then having a little bit of kind of look thing on it, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm Don fucking Cornelius, which which <laughs> you are. He is no, you absolutely are. He's absolutely <laughs> Don fucking Cornelius, right? Absolutely. He was like, "How dare this little rippity rapper?" <laughs> no, God and see. <laughs> No, Fuck. see, that's the thing. <laughs> right, that's the thing. He didn't realize he was talking to God then, right? Mm -hmm. But but the reality is, he looked at him like, you little low-budget rapper. I didn't have the fucking Jackson 5. I didn't have right, 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 right. Who are you to cop this attitude with me? Because he's not a fan of the aesthetic, and he, and he looked down on the genre. And yeah. I, I cherish those moments that I remember from back then, mm -hmm. considering where, status-wise, maybe not artistic wise yeah, yeah. but status details of where, of where hip hop went Thanks. when all I heard back then it's a fad it'll be gone in a year five yeah. tops bruh 50 yeah. motherfuckers 50 fuck out of here thanks alright on to the, uh, the main the main thing let's make the main thing the main thing um Lauren Hill is not a good person. Um, <laughs> listen, I know that might come as a shot to some of you, to my millennial brethren. I know that might sound like blasphemy. I get it. I understand. But let's talk about this. So hold up, hold up. We need to delineate some things. Mm. When SBJ says she's not a good person, it doesn't mean she's out there kicking cats in the shadow somewhere. No, no, no. It doesn't mean that she's she's dragging children. Uh, 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 alongside of her car, she doesn't. Yeah, doesn't let me, let me be explicit. Mean, yeah, explicit. yeah. No, because this, 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 this is what will happen. Yeah, no, you'll say know, that, and they'll take it and go. That's not what he's talking. No, about. no, no. <laughs> let me let me be clear and unabashed. The point that I'm making is, we have a tendency. I saw somebody say this is a black person thing. It is not. It is a no, human being thing. It's a human. We have being, a tendency right. of attaching people's greatness in their field of expertise and extrapolating that to their personhood. That's a fact. And like, all, all humans do this. We do. We all, all do it. Do this, and, right. and that's not how that's supposed to work. And I'll get into the examples uh, shortly. Well, we, we but saw, <clears throat> we saw, we saw y'all with Bill. Yeah. Cosby, with Bill Cosby. Facts. All facts. We saw all facts. 
Offense. Uh, if y'all, we we talked about this. Uh, I think it was King's Disease Two, the mm-hmm. second album with uh, Nas and Hit Boy, where uh, Lauren made her comeback as as far as rapping. Yeah. And we talked about that song, and we was like, "Yo, she still got it." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Except this one fucking part where she was complaining about people complaining about her being late to her fucking concerts. But you're being in. in extremely arrogant in this situation. No, that you're wrong about this. The rest of the verse is fire. This part? Nah, you off. We called her out on that shit then. And technically, the way she put the verse together was cool. But the yeah. sentiment was garbage. Like trash. Oh, yeah, the bar itself? The bar fire. itself. Hot. But, but the sentiment? sentiment. Nah, the, you, you, you're wrong. You're, you're, you're incorrect here, man. Before you go any further than that, I want to preface what we're talking about with two words. Mm. Customer service. Nigga. Nigga. So in the past, this was her excuse that she had been, that she had given for her being late. Mm. Quote, I don't show up late to shows because I don't care. This is before that verse. This is before what just happened. Right. I don't show up late to shows because I don't care. And I have nothing but love and respect for my fans. The challenge is aligning my energy with the time, taking something that isn't easily classified or contained, and trying to make it available for others. I don't have an on-off switch. I am at my best when I am open, rested, sensitive, and liberated to express myself as truthfully as possible. Now, this uh, she said this in 2016. When she said this, my thought was, I don't want to hear this shit, but I, I, I kind of understand the point that you're trying to make. I, yo, I, lo- I love the fact that you said trying. Yes, yes. Because I, I have a slight empathy for the point that you're trying to make. Trying, um, I would argue not doing a good job. No, but no, no, no. You failed. Trying, you failed, but you get an E for effort. I, but I, I also think the only reason why we even though it was expressed poorly, understood, because we're artists. Because we're artists. Yeah, thanks. That's the thanks. average person. No, I, I get the point you're not trying to going to. No, I want to <laughs> hear this shit. Like, what are you talking it. about? We're going to get into that a little bit more. All right, uh, here's an article. Uh, <laughs> from We haven't read an article from The uh, the Root in a while. Uh, Lauren Hill does not care about your feelings. Or time. <laughs> That's the title. That's the headline. Um, There's no denying that Lauryn Hill is a legend. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is one of the most influential albums of all time. So when she announced that she was going on the 25th anniversary tour to celebrate a Grammy-winning record, fans rejoiced. But they also had concerns. Hill was well-known and well-deserved reputation for extreme tardiness. I'm not talking about 30 to 40 minutes late. I'm talking hours. If you buy tickets to one of her shows, you're essentially (laughs) guaranteed to be at the venue all night because she's absolutely not starting on time. Side note, my mother, when she was deciding, because she ended up somehow, I believe, having the week before and the week of her birthday off somehow. Mm. So she was trying to decide what she was going to do. And I told her, hey, you come around the space for me. But outside of that, right. whatever, what do you want to do? She's like, well, I'm thinking about seeing Lauren Hill. I said, why? <laughs> why? why? I, I was always taught that you didn't believe in wasting money. Well, I don't understand. See, this, this, this is the problem with you, sir. 
She meant wasting money on your Legos. No, nigga. I never had no problem with that. Green I had no machine. issue with toys. No, nigga. Big I had wheels. no problem with toys. <laughs> nope, I had no problem with toys. Toys wasn't the issue. But anyway, back to the article. On Saturday night during a show at the Kia Forum in Los Angeles, Hill addressed the criticisms about her constant darkness and was defiantly unapologetic about it. She basically mm. told the audience to just shut up and be happy she's there. Shut the fuck I, up. And then, oh, you know what's God. funny about that? <laughs> nah, so for those that need a trans translation, Hear that dumbass shit, yo. You know how sometimes people sum <laughs> sum something up, and there's hell of context missing. Yes, yes, like they're not doing it on purpose, but they're yeah. not doing they're not doing the quote justice. Yeah, no, that's pretty spot on. That's it. I don't know pretty much dumbass shit from y'all. You gonna yo, get what I give you? Quote, <laughs> they say. <laughs> quote, quote, quote. They say, oh, she's late, and she's late tonight. Yo, y'all lucky y'all made it to this blood. That she didn't. She didn't say blood clot. She said blood. Right. But anyway, uh, stage every night. I leave my soul on the stage, and I don't do it because they let me do it. I do it because I stand here in the name of God, and I know it. He allows me to do it. He surrounded me with family and community when there was no support. When the album sold so many records and nobody showed up, and it said, "Hey, would you like to make another one?" We're survivors. We're not just survivors. We're thrivers. End quote. Um. Okay, Miss Lauren. None of that explains why you're late every single night. Listen, you're a transcendent, special artist, but you're not the center of the universe. The fans' time is just as valuable as yours. They spend money on tickets, gas, food, parking, maybe a babysitter. They drop hundreds of dollars on their very harder of their very hard-earned money to come see you perform songs that shape their lives. The least you can do is show up on time. Apparently, I'm not the only one who found the everything is everything singer speech disrespectful, as people on the social media had thoughts about the Fuji Star's behavior. One person was not impressed with her speech writing she said a whole lot just to say you get what you get and you don't throw a fit uh another fan noted how hill's legacy doesn't excuse her lateness posting if you're going to a lauren hill concert and expecting anything to do with timely you're just playing your schedule and time at that point this excuse album changed me. lives the only timely she respects is victor timely you shut up shut up shut up shut up shut up, shut up. <laughs> uh this album changed lives we know this but nobody is above common courtesy uh someone else Stop giving Lauren Hill y'all money. <laughs> she has no respect for y'all time, money, or y'all in general. Uh, another fan boiled the discussion down to very simple points. <laughs> she don't fuck with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's effectively. No, but uh, another fan boiled this down to a very simple point. Quote, this is literally your job. You're not doing them a favor. I mean... All right, all right so... <clears throat> that article being done. Let's put this in perspective for anyone who may be out there listening who condones or defends the shit. Because in that video... There are people that defend her. In the video, there yeah, were legitimately people who were cheering when she yeah. said this dumb shit. <laughs> so, well, I here's the thing. Here's the thing. People were cheering. No, that shit from Rick and Morty was like, Ah, booze mean nothing to me. I've seen <laughs> what you cheer for. <laughs> it's like... Yo, <laughs> I looked up tickets for the Atlanta show, right? Tickets for the Atlanta show going from for like anywhere from $54 to like $1,500. The $54 tickets are tickets that I would never buy. The $1,500 tickets are like the VIP and all that good shit. So the furthest decent seats that I would get start at $129. That's like $175 after taxes and fees. 
then people like to go get all dolled up and whatnot. So then you're getting your hair done, you're getting your nails done, you might buy a new outfit. Then there's transportation and parking. <laughs> might have to get you, you might have to get a babysitter. That's hard-earned money and time that I've already yeah. invested to this point. And that's yeah. before I even get to my seat. Yeah. yeah. The show is supposed to start at 7:30. And it's on a Monday night. Fans of hers were shocked that she showed up only two hours late for a recent show. And they claimed that that was an improvement for her. So let's stick with the improvement. Let's say two hours. So this means that the show ain't starting until around 10 o'clock at the earliest. So you, you're going to probably get hungry at some point. That's more money on overpriced snacks at the venue. What you going to do for two hours? Listen to her openers. No offense to any musicians on any level who take their artistry seriously. But if you're an opening act for an act that has one album's worth of music, you probably don't have two hours worth of concert-worthy music and or the people that are there probably don't want to listen to you for two hours. Um, I'll say this. Queen Latifah. Bruh. Watched her perform live. It seemed like she was just playing the shit she wanted to play. So, yeah, that's true. A lot of them will take these album cuts and pad their set. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to do that so they can make the time that they're booked to perform. But it don't do nothing for us. I would have preferred you do all the shit that we like. Yep. With a shorter set. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I felt like good this, about uh, that. This, this concert that me and Fab just went to, not just went to, but the one we went to, the band, they did not do our favorite song. And it's not it's not a deep cut that's a fit. No, it was a, it was yeah. on the fucking charts. Right. They did every other song that I know from them, they did. But they did not do what is like their number two or three top hit. And it's, it's like I as as much as I enjoyed the show, and when it ended and that song didn't play, I was like, damn. Yeah, it's a it's kind of a <laughs> it's kind of a letdown. It's kind of right. a letdown. Now con uh, consequently. Just on the other side of that, mm -hmm. a different show. People who I was not expecting to kill it the way they oh, killed absolutely. it. That happens. Hidden play, bro. I was out to me. They were a nostalgia. They were what's what I'm looking for? Novelty. Yeah, they had the kid and play with the kick, and then the look, and this, that, and the third, but. I wasn't a huge fan of that shit at the time because it was a lot. I was in more more harder edge shit. Yeah, nigga. And I saw these dudes perform live at that show. They got up this motherfucker. First of all, they had songs in the albums I had I because I didn't remember what the album. I only had like a single of uh, one of their, their hits. Right? They had songs on there that was fire for um a, a stage performance. All yo, their DJ was killing it. And it was just them two. They ain't have the 15 dancers and saying none of that. It was right. them two and the DJ. And it was hip hopping the fuck out of that show, yo. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't just stop at her being late to concerts. No. Um, this is a, this is old, but I'm pretty sure everybody doesn't know. So it 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 just popped back up again recently. Um Artist Robert Glasper talks about uh, his experiences with 
Lauren. Um, he says, I've met Stevie Wonder and hung out with Stevie Wonder. I've met Quincy Jones and hung out with Quincy Jones. I've met Herbie Hancock, hung out with Herbie Hancock. If those three people can be cool, Lauren Hill should be able to be cool. You haven't done enough to be the way you are. You just have not. The one thing you did that was great, you didn't do. She took the credit for making the classic album. Those songs were written by other people and they did not get their credit. She likes to take credit so she can become this super person. Well, if you're a super person and you're that talented, do it. She couldn't tune her guitar in rehearsal. We were in rehearsal. She had my boy Benji tune her guitar. She would come into rehearsal and say, Benji, guitar, and just hold it out. And he would run and tune her guitar. Every day she comes in and changes the show, changes what she wants to do completely. The last rehearsal, she doesn't show up. Her manager comes in and says, Lauren's not really feeling the way you guys have been learning the music, so we're going to cut your pay in half. The last rehearsal, the day before the show, we're going to cut your pay in half. First of all, we weren't getting paid that much anyway, but understand she's getting half a million dollars. So seriously, you're going to take these five musicians and cut their pay in half? Yo, um, first, I had not heard that. Uh, even though it may be old, I, I did not hear that. Um, yeah. Uh, the other thing is, I hate when motherfuckers cannot decide on what we're doing to go forward, or when Correct. we have decided, and we're in the process of moving the chains forward, right? For someone to then come along and put the brakes, ah! right? And then try to rewind shit to the, the fuck the bro. It is annoying because the way my brain works is mm -hmm. once we set upon a course of action, that's what we're doing. We're doing this, so I'm doing all the things to make it convenient for me to do it. I'm all of the shortcuts that I need to be efficient with this. I didn't put into place, and I have an understanding of where the the light at the end of the tunnel is for you to come along. When we're halfway through the tunnel, and say now we're going back. Yeah. What the fuck, yo, I, yo, that shit is annoying, bro. Yeah, and absolutely. it speaks to a certain amount of arrogance from people that do that shit. So mm -hmm. I can only imagine what those people were thinking, because even with the annoyance of her doing that, she didn't wanted to cut their fucking pay. Right. Oh, but wait. <laughs> oh, no. There's more. Um, oh, no. Lauren Hill answers daughter's complaints about discipline. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Lauren Hill had children with uh, Rohan. I think one of the Marley. Rohan Marley, um, son of Bob Marley. Um, so Four, daughter, son of Odin. <laughs> her daughter... A daughter, um, what's uh, Sela? Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, uh, this was a couple years ago as well. Um, at this point, she's 24, 25 ish. Mm -hmm. um, she's a model and an artist, <clears throat> and daughter of Lauren Hill, and then granddaughter of Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, little things like that. No, it's low flush, low flex, low flex. Um, and uh, now deleted two hour long Instagram live post. 
She talked about her relationship with her parents and said she had long-term effects from her interactions with them, including Hill and her father disciplining her as a child. She says, it's crazy. I'm playing this trauma back in my head as I speak to you. She'd be like, go get the belt. That's how you know you're in trouble. It's like walking to your death. My mom is an amazing woman, but she obviously didn't do everything right. Um, she said, adding that Hill's physical punishment of her was, quote, some slavery shit. Um, and here's Lauren's response. Because me being a an African-American millennial, there are parts of what Selah said that is like, mm. but listen to Lauren's response. <laughs> she said, uh, black people, what? Sayla has every right to express herself. I encourage it. But she also got the discipline that black children get because we are held to a different standard. If I'm guilty of any, oh, I'm sorry. The, the discipline was seen through the lens of a young child who also had no place to reconcile me as a mom and me as a larger-than-life public figure. She said it took a, a while for her to realize that her children and others saw, saw her in this duality. She said, if I am guilty of anything, this, this is the key. This is the key right here. Okay. She said, if I am guilty of anything, it is disciplining in anger, not in discipline. The toxic venom I ingested for standing on principle and confronting systemic racism far before it was the thing to say or do. I'm sorry, Angela. Angela. Uh, Angela predates you. Not just Malcolm predates you. Oh, and and also also people in the music space. Harry Bella. Bruh, bruh. Like, what are we? What are we talking? Talk okay, but. Uh, the people who call me crazy and have yet to apologize and say, oh, yeah, we were wrong. Of course, that seeped into my home. It was intended to. An entire operation trying to break an artist with a voice and knowledge of herself way ahead of her time was in motion. I was affected. My family was affected. My children were affected. Um, Bro. So you basically just let me let me uh, let me uh, let me uh, what's the translate. Word? Let me translate. Let me translate for the people that don't understand what she said. She basically said. I am not wrong for disciplining my children, which is a debate. I get that, blah, 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 blah. But we're not, we not talking about that part. Right. She said, I am wrong for effectively hitting them in anger. There's no debate there. So there's an elephant in the room Bruh. that is bellowing to be let out. Mm. If you are a parent, if you tell me that a lot of the times <laughs> you're not angry at something the child did, you're lying. Thanks. So if you're saying to me that your issue was you hit her in anger, that means almost every time you hit her, you hit her in anger. And the arrogance of you trying to look, there's one thing you can make a statement about stresses of the industry I was in, mm -hmm. the fame that was um, heaped upon mm -hmm. me. It's what I thought I wanted. Mm -hmm. Then when I got it, it was a little different. So I didn't make the right choices. I was so stressed out that sometimes I took that shit out on my kids and my family. 
It doesn't excuse it, but it explains it. For you to then turn yourself into a martyr Bruh. and say, I was, I was the first. I was Lauren Luther King. Effectively. And I was Lauren the first. Hurston. <laughs> and I was the first, the first, mm. the first. Oh, no. To publicly speak about this in your music as if public enemy ain't a yo Bruh. what a, what 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 are you huh i was speaking about that before lauren hill dropped an album <laughs> in my music i was part of the crew the black mambas we was yo, talking about that shit you know what's the funny thing though I don't recall mustard that in her music. I like I, I, I recall her absolutely one hundred percent her talking her. about it musically. I don't this, recall no, no, much no. of that in I, her. I'm gonna music. tell you what she's counting as that. Same shit. Common counts as this. A bunch of cliched, mm. revolutionary bars, mm. allu uh, alluding to sixties. Uh, she may have said certain pioneers' names, mm -hmm. but a true analysis of what was happening, what has happened through song, no. I've seen other rappers do that. That's not what she did. No. And a lot of these people, they do get away. They, get, they wind up getting the moniker of conscious rapper mm -hmm. because they use certain terminology in their bars that alludes to revolutionary time period during the civil rights struggle, Black Panthers, uh, power to the people, this sort of shit that they'll lace their bars with. But when you break the, I'm a rapper, when you break the bars down, it's not really a prescription for anything. Right, it's right. not really a, a, an examination of the power dynamics that took place here and globally with our demographic, none of that's happening. You're just putting in these straight little lines, you know, that have some sort of revolutionary feel about. It. You know what I'm saying? And then right. saying, and then saying you're you're doing the, all of that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, a lot of artists did that back. I remember that shit. A lot thanks. of artists did thanks. that. Um, what's the what's she says, she goes on to say, we all hate abuse and exploitation. Sometimes in an effort to fight against it, we can easily become the abuser, the exploiter, and this is what we have to watch for. No one is exempt from needing to watch themselves in this way. That part's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nobody's exempt for that. Yeah. Um, also, her daughter came back because she got backlash for this. Her daughter came back and said, why do y'all all take the worst part of my video? Mm. Like, really, can I ask you all a question? Did you guys actually understand that I was coming from a place of healing? So mm, the truth no, might be... An, no. 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 She said the truth might be an offense, but it's not a sin. Um, I've never said I did not love my parents. I said their shortcomings created trauma that I know I need to consciously and actively heal from. Here's the thing. that That's a, that's a fair statement. The problem yes. with that statement is I'm not your sibling. I'm not your sibling. Right. And you are an adult, yeah. but to me, when you said this, you're a 21 year old. Yeah, kid. Can you see what 21 year old? I just looked. Her, I just looked her up while we were talking. She's yeah. 24 now. You yeah, still she's 24 look like now. a little kid to me, bro. 
You still like a little kid. So like, when you say, yeah, my parents abused me. Yeah. Yes, that's Words the reaction. Mean things. Yes. Words mean things. Um, um, that's the reaction you're gonna get. Also, I was about to say, did you just get here? But then I saw her age, and yes, I mean yes. <laughs> of course, they're going to take the most uh, incendiary part and lead with that. That's yeah. how media 100%. works. Now. But it's not even just. It's not even. It's not even the media part of it. It's the human element. You react to what is the most reactive thing. Not sure. It's true. it's it's very simple. Like That's you true. gave an hour long lie. So you have to you have to you have to keep in mind that you in name if 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 fame was hereditary, you would be one of the most famous people on the earth. Yeah. Because Lauren Hill, Bob Marley, Rohan Marley. Yes. Yeah, you would be one of the most famous people That's on the earth. Kind of royalty. Yeah. yeah. It don't really work like that though. So mm -hmm. all these people. Did not sit there and watch you talk for an hour on your Instagram live. Yeah. It's just the facts of it. Whenever you like, we have a three-hour fucking show. I know for a fact that a lot of people are not watching all three hours. No, like, they watch way to come back. They even say it in the chat. They say it in the chat. I'll be right. back. I gotta go do this. Right. Right. Like, so I, I get it. You ain't know. But this is the world. <laughs> but again, we, we're still dealing with algorithms. So, like the people that was in the Thanks. original chat, they're going. What's going to stick out to them is that yes, yes, Absolutely. because. But then after that, you know, hold up, they're going to be the people. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. Well, yeah, those, those oh my god, they had a they 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 uh like the basically what, what we alluded to early. Oh, she's royalty. Blah blah. Right, blah, right. She's right. going to be the. It's going to be, be a bunch of different. Things it's going to be what's those. going to stick out the most is whatever is most incendiary, whatever is most reactive. Yeah, and then the, the second hand, the second hand people who weren't there, bruh, they who, don't get the rest they, of the. They don't get all that. No, what they do is they have a job. Like, Mom's beating on them kids. Right. Oh, I got, I got, I got a story. I got to write for this website, this publication, because they already, they already. I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I don't know if it's true or false. Right, but they already had the idea that Rohan was a fucking cult leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when yeah. you add cult leader to him and him and his wife abusing their children, that kind of it raises it's, flags, bro. It's ripe. Listen, if I was a craven media hound, yeah, where I got money off clicks, advertisement, engagement, shit going viral. And I'd be looking for stories and some shit like that. Reach my raw ear. Fifth hand. Fifth hand. Oh, mm -hmm. really? Mm -hmm. I'm leading with I'm not oh. leading with I'm not leading with question. when y'all when your mom and your, and your dad bought you ice cream that one no. time. I'm not leading mm. with that. I'm leading with they used to abuse this. They girl. were monsters. How, and then they, they 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 moved all this other shit together. Look how beautiful she is. Is that mm -hmm. third? And they did She's that royalty. They should not have treated her that way. Yeah, absolutely. One thousand percent. Without easy, easy clicks. What up, Discord? What up? What up? What up? Right. What up? Super easy clicks. Like, what are we talking about? But yeah, so that's that's just people. 
this is a cautionary tale, really. Yes. Um, I, I will admit that some of my opinion on Lauren has changed in the last few years. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. I'll, I'll say that. But this is a cautionary tale. We, these people are still people. Celebrity or not, they are still people. They still have the the good and the bad that other people have. And some of it is uh, accelerated yeah. simply because of their fame. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just how that goes. To, to put it in a more black culture geeks uh, vernacular, hmm. no matter how no matter what, how good they are and what they did, what we knew them for, how the famous they become, no how much money. Here. The heroes have no power here. And they're still people. Still people. And what are people? Trash. Trash. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Um, I'm going to go to Dumbass of the Week, but Dumbass of the Week is part of my weekend review. So, oh, damn. Weekend review. <laughs> so, I, um, I do want to hear what yours is about. Mine isn't anywhere near, I'm sure, as exhaustive as this. So, I'm just going to do my real fast. Uh-huh. All right, so somebody stop the world. I want to get off. Um, never mind, keep going. <laughs> These cats are getting on my nerves. Listen, 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 listen. I get it, I do. None of the cats in this house are outside cats, so they stay within these walls. And I can get how that can drive anybody kind of crazy. I start thinking about myself. Mm. If I had to only be in this place, I couldn't go out and take a walk. I couldn't do none of that other shit. What would that do to me? I would argue that whatever's been done to you. Shut up. Shut shut up. This damn <laughs> <asshole>. <laughs> but then I think about the fact that my lifespan in comparison to these cats mm. is much longer. I am also bigger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Magnitude's bigger. So this place is smaller for me than it is for them. Now, the time aspect of it doesn't probably matter as much because it's probably proportioned. Their their sense of time is proportioned to how long they live, like mine would be. So it's proportioned. It's like Mm -hmm. they might live 15 years, but it feels to them like that's a long time, right? But the place is still bigger for them. Sure. Not a place y'all can go. But you always find your monkey asses in the space where I'm at. You could not deal with your failures. (laughs) And where did that bring you? (laughs) Back to me. Back to me. (laughs) If I go in the bedroom, Mm. it's cat in there. Mm. If I go to the bathroom, close Mm -hmm. the door. Mm -hmm. Cat out the door. If when I come out of the bathroom, 
Mm. There's either there's there, a lot of times there's a cat by the, the floor mm. and another cat on the shelf looking down. Mm. And that's usually Mr. Round Rail himself. So when <laughs> I come through the squeak toy, Maya at the floor and up top. <laughs> if I go and sit on the chair in front of the big TV that we have here in this room. Mr. Round Round will come over with a crinkle ball. Willie had no intentions on playing with the crinkle ball or having me throw it. I put, I'm on to his game now. But you are accessible now. That's not what he wanted. What he wanted was to attack my feet. Mm. He does this to everybody. A lot of them are just catching on to it, but I've seen his chicanery. He'll knock something conveniently over there to where you put it said. Yeah, yeah, I'm all about this. Before you know it, you feel claws on your feet. Mm. That's what you really wanted, motherfucker. Siobhan had to deal with that the other day. Anybody is really just starting to catch on to a lot of the shit that I saw from day one. He's been doing that since he was a little kid. We first brought his little ass in here. Mm. Don't mind me. I'm just playing with it. <laughs> All right? On that bullshit. I try to wall myself in mm. as the ancient pharaohs in my computer section, my studio section, mm -hmm. where I put in work, where I write comic books, mm -hmm. where I uh, uh, record videos for promos. Mm-hmm. Where I do all kinds of other things that are business like and also play my video games. Mm. Listen to music. Mm -hmm. Even watch movies. Mm -hmm. Learn stuff. Mm. This corner is my sanctuary. But it's not a pristine sanctuary. Mm. Because it's been invaded several times by cats I don't want over here. Because there are wires and shit. And the nickname I have for quite for a couple of them is Chewy Bitems. They get bored, you start chewing and biting on shit. Oh, sure. Don't come over here. Uh, but you're there. It doesn't matter. I don't own none of you. The last cat matters none. Okay, not the last cat. But because I did allow, I allowed JB the day before we had to put him down. Mm -hmm. He came to my gate and yelled at me. I opened the gate, let him through. He sat there in front of me, yelled more, and then he jumped in my lap, which is something he's never done. At least since right. he's kidding. Right, right. Kind of like he knew he was on his last whatever, and he had, he had to tell me something. He got on my lap and just gave me a whole paragraph. <laughs> Look at me in my face. <laughs> but before then, it was T'Challa. T'Challa mm -hmm. was allowed. When he got older, he was allowed to come. He was the only one who was allowed to come over here, sleep in the corner, do his thing. But I don't want the rest of them over here. <laughs> T'Challa's gone. JB is gone. The rest mm -hmm. of y'all ain't them. Stay the fuck away from my wires. Stay the fuck 
away from my stop moonwalking on my desk. But you're there. It matters not. And no, I'm gonna tell you why it that does. Don't I'm gonna tell you why it don't matter. Why don't that matter? Because they've been over here violating what I'm knowing. No, 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 no. You misunderstand the point that I'm making. It's not necessarily that they want to bother you. It's that you you be there and they know you be there. So they're like, oh, okay, he was here. Let me go over here. It's not just that you're there currently. My foot is here too. Okay. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. I just, I just really am tired of every time I turn around as a cat in my face. Mind your business. You know what I liked about JB? When he got older, that nigga napped. Mm. Napped. Mm. I'm talking hours. Mm. You go in the room. Yeah, it's annoying because he was a fat boy and he's in the bed and he's taking up the space of a small child, right? <laughs> All right. But he ain't bothering really nobody. Right. Just, I'm, I'm out of the way. And I was waiting for this little motherfucker superfly to get to the age he's not he at that point he's this cat is grown now but he's no no it's not it's not the same grown nigga he's not at that point yet i need him to sleep that that that, that, that nigga is still a baby <laughs> listen i need him to sleep more hours of the day and stay off of my table and leave my stuff alone and mm. stop attacking people's feet and stop climbing on top of shelves where we have products up there and you're, that we painstakingly put up there and you're knocking them on the floor. I need that to stop. Yeah, wait, hold up. Or it's this, because I can't, I, I can't, I can't. It is, I can go outside and it's driving me insane. <laughs> It's literally leave my shit. Stop climbing on my books. Excuse me, my customers' books. Get your ass. Excuse me, uh, the guy in the back. No. Oh, well, I guess there you have it. That I mean, <laughs> I don't think that they're gonna stop anytime soon. Like just just being honest with you. All I know is there was an equilibrium in here mm. at some point. And because I know that it's possible, I desire it to be possible again. Hmm. It was a time, a nice window, and they left my shit alone. Mm -hmm. But it was a different breed of cats in here right. at that time. And now these new ones, with the exception of Makiba, Makiba never comes over here. Hmm. But he was old school. How old school, you ask? Yetta got Makiba probably months at the minute her met. Makiba's mm -hmm. still around, still alive and kicking. And she has cancer. Right, right, right. <laughs> She's like, we ain't going <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> going nowhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Makiba does other annoying things, but she don't fuck with my shit. She will eat sweets, 
Boy, don't leave cupcakes or some shit. <laughs> this cat likes sweets. Yo, that's funny. Pair your shit up, right? And call her several times. Mm. Yo, you're not supposed to be. <laughs> the fuck? But then turn your nose up at shrimp. What are we doing? That's funny. That's what funny. are we doing? That's hilarious, actually. The other thing this week, and this is actually a good thing, but it's surrounded with annoyances. Mm. I am also slowly going insane. Well, because shush. Oh. <laughs> because it's just a lot of work for me. And let me tell those of you who have never tried it before, never done it, like the entrepreneurial stuff, you will find in many cases you'll work harder, longer, more often, more consumed with it, being a business owner than working for some types of jobs. Mm -hmm. It doesn't shut off. It doesn't mm -hmm. turn off. Like at all. So much so that I don't even play my video games. Right. I feel guilt. I got too much I got shit to do. I can't sit here and just fetch out on these games. As much as I may want to, as much as a straight thought across my head, it sure would be nice to I ain't seen no way. I don't think I've seen one percent of Starfield's universe yet. Mm. Sure nice to go and have an adventure. Another planet somewhere. Then I start thinking, nigga, you got shit to do. Thanks. Don't you got some shit, some fulfillment you need to be doing? Mm. Right? Don't you have a Kickstarter coming up? Talk to mm. about that. Now, Graydon mentioned this on his stream yesterday. Feel the need to mention it again here. We try to do it on all our little media outlets. Mm -hmm. Kickstarter was supposed to launch yesterday. He was not able to. Because there were certain things we still were preparing, which is another issue. But it will launch on Monday. Downside. This is going to be this way anyway, even if we launched on Friday. But overall, just downside. The last week of the campaign, I will not be here. Correct. I will be in another country. I will still do my best to promote, of course, because internet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's internet. But um uh so right now there is somebody in SBJ's house. Uh that look on his face right there uh is clearly a 911 thing. So if actually there is somebody in my house, <laughs> but it's Chrissy. What I was looking at was I had a, a message from uh somebody on Discord and I thought it was <laughs> one thing and it ended up being another. So that's actually a good thing. It was, that, was, okay. that was a good thing. Okay, I'm just checking. I'm just making yeah. sure that you went over there. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> but um, so we we weren't able to do it um on Friday. But by me not being there the last week, don't get me wrong. I'm happy to be taking this trip, despite all of the obstacles that came with that too. Right. Right. But. It is kind of weird. I'm not used to not being here the entire time of a Kickstarter. And this is the be, and you'll, be one. And, and you'll be just fine. 
Yeah, well, I just want to kickstart me just fine. I mean, I'm talking about everything. Oh, okay. No. Yes. <laughs> It'll be just fine. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, guys, if you are uh, someone who already went and got or supported other Kickstarters, come on back and support this. Absolutely. Fulfillment, stuff is going out. You haven't got your stuff yet. It's because that queue hasn't come up yet. Uh, when it comes to fulfillment, it's a one-man show. <laughs> it's me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to do things in an orderly fashion to make as little errors as possible. Errors mm-hmm. are going to happen, but I don't want a whole kit and caboodle of them because we have 317 people to right. um, get their shit to, right? Um, also, I'm going to put the digital comic in the store uh, this week. For those who haven't read the comic at all, none of that. Go up there, get it for five bucks. Help fund the company to be continued to make this shit. Um, and make more stuff. Um, uh, currently, today, Graydon is working on his uh, address for the pitch. I've already finished what I was going to do for the pitch. Um, that's what I did. Uh, but thanks. one thing I wanted to do just for our people who are here right now that watch this show every week. Every week. Mm-hmm. I wanted you guys to get a really quick, really quick sneak peek. Mm-hmm. That's the cover. Take it in. Take uh, uh, issue two. Yes. Yes. Take it in. Take it in. All right, that's enough. So <laughs> we working over here. Thanks. We working over here. Um, shout out to. Everybody involved with Majestic Comics from proofreaders to the other writers we have coming up. Uh, SBJ being one of them. Chris Colburn being another. Sci-Fi being another. Um, it's it's an exciting time, but it is a lot of goddamn work. <laughs> it's a lot of goddamn work. But this is what I asked for. So I'm there. Hmm. What up, Random? What up, Random? And that it's my week. Let's. <laughs> All right. So normally, so the way that I have my notes, right? I do sections. <laughs> but just to get to this dumbass of the week, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip around. I'm gonna do the dumbass of the week first because okay. motherfucker. I feel like I've teased it enough. I even titled this "Damn Dummies." <laughs> you sound like Red Fox. I know, right? Sand from the sun. Damn so. Dummies. Shut up while I rub your face in some dough and make some gorilla cookies. <laughs> like even in them, even in the beginning of the notes, it says likely dumbass of the week. Right. Um, so low, low, low context. Sis used to always fuss at me uh for going back and forth with people on Facebook. Yeah. Who were either stupid, weren't arguing in good faith, or both. Right. right. What I always used to tell her was that keep going, I can hear you. I had zero intention of trying to change that person's mind. That was never the intention, that was never the goal. My intent was to ridicule and to make them look stupid with the bonus of if some good faith, curious person saw what was happening, then they would have more info than they had. Previously, that was the bonus. My intention, one thousand percent, was to ridicule the dumbass. It's not about changing their mind. Um, 
you know, the saying never argue with fools because people from a distance, that, that whole bullshit. That's always been a stupid saying to me. I don't give a fuck what people from a distance think, especially if they don't care enough or have the stones to get a little more up close and express it. Um, I don't really argue on my Facebook anymore. But in real life, I keep that same energy. So I went to the office with the agent who was talking about that whole impossible meat being made from humans and all that other shit, that, that person. So I was at that office. And those who remember might ask, why did I go to that office? Pretty sure if Tim was on the screen, he would ask me why I went to that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would ask me why I went to that office. Um, well, the answer is unfortunately it's my job. I can't I can't just not go to that office because it's a part of what I have to do. It's part of my responsibilities. Uh but I lucked up. At least I thought, because my homegirl's car was there when I pulled up. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm not gonna be in the office with this agent by myself. So with two sane people there, it'll likely be a better experience for me. And I was right. But technically right. With two sane people there, it was a better experience for me. We ended up talking about movies, and I was unable to express to my homegirl I'm sorry, I was, I was able to express to my homegirl uh, two long-held and strongly-held opinions that I have. Number one, first opinion, opinion the first, <laughs> is Tyler Perry is a terrible movie maker. Hold on. Oh. I will defend that to my death. Do I think that he does amazing things for the black community in yeah. real life? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's Without question, we're talking about. A shadow of he is a terrible movie maker. Terrible. Yeah. Number two, and I hesitated before I said this to her too, because you'll, you'll see why when I say it. Tandy Newton mm -hmm. always looks dirty in movies, despite her being gorgeous in real life. Now, now, now stop, 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 stop. <laughs> wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. No, you're not gonna, we're not gonna do that. You're not gonna, you're not, like, listen, listen, listen to my argument. Listen to my argument. <laughs> listen to my argument, goddammit. She helped me, she helped me fix my wording. Cause that's what I always used to say. She helped me fix my wording. It's less dirty and it's more like broken down. If you, you, know, you just you have to, you have to allow for the fact. I understand. It's wild, right? It's a wild statement. But once you actually, yo, once you actually think about what I'm saying, the point no, that I'm trying to make, I don't disagree with that, bro. I'm just, I'm just you saying, at, you look at the roles that she fucking plays yes. so often, like even yes. in fucking Crash. In Crash, yes. she was an upper class woman, but in that movie. She looked like a crackhead, kind of. Like, I'm not even... 
in the Tyler Perry movies that she is. She's down bad. Like it's the roles, it's the roles that she plays. She is a beautiful woman. She is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> but nigga, <laughs> when you say that, right? When you said that, every time she on my screen, I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> Disinfectant. Listen, <laughs> when you said it, when you said that, it reminded me of when I worked at Paula Spice. Not Paula Spice, uh, uh, Philip Seafood. <laughs> and this was in the height of the East Side, West Side world. <laughs> mm. And this girl, who her sister's on my friends list. I used to fuck with mm-hmm. them sisters, right? They used to both work down there. Just fuck with them heavy. He said she was talking about something that took place, and she was describing the people there, and and making assumptions on where they were from. Mm. And she said, "There's much more. They're from the east side." And then she went on to describe their behavior. So I said, "How you know they're from the east side? They was, cause they was dirty." <laughs> Yikes. Yo, need I remind you? That was a whole bunch of East Side people that I bet. Yo, I was a boss. I was a supervisor. A supervisor. Did, you, did, you, did you react as such? No. <laughs> and I'm ashamed of myself for not keeping my composure. Right. Because I'm a West Side nigga. Right. When she said this, there's like two chairs that was on the other side of the time clock. I sat down <laughs> and wept <laughs> openly, <laughs> openly, loudly, cringy. And it was infectious because other people came in and saw me in tears over there. And they didn't even know what I was laughing at. And they started laughing at me like, yo, what is going on with you? Bro. To the point that the East South people that was there that was mad that she said that. They started laughing. <laughs> I'm just the, saying, it was, yo. It was, the, it was the innocence and and the just matter of fact way. Okay. It was. Right. It was <laughs> Yo. And that's how it was with my homegirl. She was, yo, initially, she lost it. And I'm like, yo, but you understand what I'm saying, right? Like, 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 think about her roles that she's played and like a good 80% of them. When she show up on screen, it's a problem. I'm just saying, whatever, never mind. The point is, (laughs) but specifically, you are talking about the role and what they got to do to get yes. her into the character. Of yes. The role. <laughs> yes. Because because the juxtaposition. All right. We. I never claim to be a good person anyway. Listen. So there are people, right? There are people when you see them on screen, and you like something off about them, or yeah. something's unappealing to you about them, yeah, yeah. and then you see them in real life, it matches a lot of right. times. That's not the case with Tandy. Right. Right. Tandy is gorgeous. Cheers. But them roles, some of them roles she be playing there. Them butt on them. Bruh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, that's not the point. That's not the point. That's not the purpose for the story. <sighs> so we were talking about other movies. And my homegirl said a quote from uh, Ghost, uh, Patrick Swayze and Whoopi. And, um, yo, it's wild you put Whoopi before Demi. Go ahead. I mean, well, the reason I said Whoopi is because she quoted Whoopi. Oh, okay. That's like that. She Whoopi said the quote that she right was, was saying. Uh, Ten Foil Hat Homie noted how much we knew about movies and said the only movie she really remembers is the movie Click. Now, here's the thing. I liked Click, mm-hmm. but we both at the same time, me and my homegirl, turned slowly toward her and asked, this isn't why she's dumbass, by the way. This is just the, the, the preamble. Yes. We both turned to her and said at the same time, why of all movies is this the one movie you yeah, remember? You were, yeah, yeah. She said, it just resonated with me. I would love to be able to do that. Now, let's take a break real quick. I included this part for two reasons. Like I just said, one, uh, one to show you how close I was to getting out of there without having to hear any BS out of her mouth. Two, <laughs> to give the context of how she thinks. Right. For those who have never seen it, Click is a movie about a father who stumbles across a magic remote that affects the real world. Yes. It can pause, rewind, and fast forward time. The father uses it to solve temporary problems. Little does he know, the remote learns and adapts to his patterns and behavior, and he ends up losing pretty much everything he loved about his life. Have it. It's really dark if played straight. So the only person that... Shut up. It's only a handful of people who could have actually played this role and not mm-hmm. made it dark. Mm-hmm. And Adam Sandler is one of them. Right. Um, he misses out on his father dying. He misses out on his dog dying. He misses out on his wife divorcing him, his children bonding with the next husband, etc. So the point of the movie, the entire point, of the movie was basically to not rush through life and to appreciate the things that you have. For her to say that the movie resonated with her and it's the only movie that she got the point of the movie right. so wrong. Right. Right. So wrong. What did she say? The Because she did say, she I would like to be you. able to do that. Right, like, like, did you? And I'm like, yo, no. The point of the movie is to not do that. Like, what are you? Why? That's wild to me, bro. Like, I think about that. You watched this movie, right? You saw the eventual outcome of him having that ability. Yeah, and you still say this is some shit you'd want. Right. So that should show you. That should show. That should tell you what we're dealing with here. That should tell you how how her mind is. Right. All right, cool. Anyway, a few minutes pass. My homegirl leaves. She got me. See, what happens is whenever we're at a location together, me and my homegirl, I try to leave before her because I don't want the person who was there to think that the only reason I came there was for her. Like, I don't never like to leave the same time she leaves. Right. So I'm now just sitting there. Because she had left. Yeah, that sucks. So I'm sitting there with, it's just me and Tim Full Hat Homie. I immediately pull my phone out. Like, as my as my homegirl is turning to walk towards the door, I pull my phone out. And I'm reading on my screen, not really out loud, but just loud enough that to Tim Full Hat Homie, 
it should sound like like mumbles. Right. Like it should signal to her that I am not available to be spoken to. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. Randomly, out of nowhere, I promise, we were quiet for like a good three minutes. Randomly, out of nowhere, she says, it's crazy that Thanksgiving is here in two weeks. I said, yeah, time flies. She says, I hate Thanksgiving. So not only does this force me into small talk, yeah. but I know the direction that this shit is going. Yeah. I know the direction that this shit is going. I just don't know what angle she's going to take. Right. She says it's overrated. Now, normally, I would ask why. With no hesitation, like in normal in normal life, right? But you I would ask you why want this conversation. I don't want this conversation, but I still fucking asked. But I let out a deep sigh before that word passed my lips. Like, <sighs> why? Right? She says, "Don't you wonder where all the meat is coming from that they are feeding these people?" I say, "No." I don't I wonder. wonder when I know because it's, it's 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 fairly easy information to to, to acquire. So I said, I said no. She said, "You should." See, I was smart this time. I didn't ask why. I didn't ask why. I just picked my phone back up and started reading again. She again didn't get the point. No, no, no. She got the point. She she, she wanted. To Bruh. have this conversation, man. Remember, we talked about people that have these nigga. What the hat, and they're going to shoehorn that shit in, nigga. We wasn't even talking about anything. We weren't speaking, and she found a way. This is turkeys, pigs. Both. I mean, <laughs> both of them. So, I picked my phone up. <clears throat> I'm back in my phone, looking, just trying my best not to look at her, and she says. We don't have any farms. She got me. No, 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 stop. Wait. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't break the lead. She got me. Temporarily, she got she got me temporarily. But she got me nonetheless. I cannot be in direct conversation. No, no. One on one with somebody saying such stupid shit. Such and not responding somewhere. Bruh. So I said. That's not true. She said, yes, it is. I again stopped, went back to the phone. In my peripheral, my peripheral is pretty good. In my peripheral, I see her like this. Google some fucking conspiracy. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. So this woman put out her phone and did something on it for about 30 minutes. I don't even want to blame Google for this, but she did something on it for about 30 seconds and then said to me, quote, according to the USDA, Maryland went from 12,000 farms in 2020 to 2,000 farms today. Yeah, that means we I have said, no farms. I said, I said, I said nothing to her. I, I, there was no reason for me to look it up in the moment. Of course not. Yeah. I knew there was something wrong, but I knew there was something wrong with what just happened, right? Like, you haven't been in a situation where you just knew somebody was dead wrong, but you didn't know what the truth exactly was. Like, you just knew that at that point, 
the point that they were trying to make was wrong. She actually and there was nothing you could do. For you though, she made your point Bruh, for you. But no, it's worse than that. And but, but there's nothing you do to convince them. Like oh, this yeah. was new to me. Generally, if I'm talking to somebody one on one, I know at least one thing, one yeah, fact absolutely that refutes something that they say uh, that I believe is wrong here. Wait, absolutely. damn it! I said wait. Stop. So so here, simply the fact that it was her. And she had already shown a blind spot for me being bad for people to eat was enough for me to know. Now, I'm in a spot where I can't just leave because that would look like yeah. <laughs> I just found out I was wrong and couldn't deal with it. Yeah. Luckily, something else happened. So, so you must win that. now. No, 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 no. Uh, oh, mm, mm, okay, okay. No, Luckily, something else happened soon after and that changed the topic. And then the phone rang and she had to answer it. That was my cue. Phone rang. Oh, okay. Gave it my shit. See you later. Okay, be safe. Okay. Um, don't, eat any, don't eat any meat. Basically. So, so, so by the way, <laughs> funny. <laughs> by the way, a very quick, very quick search asking how many farms are in Maryland yielded this PDF uh, from usda.gov oh my stating that the overview for 2022 because real side sidebar for me that don't know generally accurate and effective statistics are behind yeah yeah because they have to actually have stats yeah and they have to work together so year 2023 is not over yet right. so you're not going to have the overview for 2020 right. okay right. okay so <laughs> 2022 overview had Maryland at 12,400 farms bro, with 2 million acres of farmland in use. Bro. In fact, also according to the USDA.gov website and the National, National Association State Department of Agriculture, Yo, agriculture is slash. Maryland's <laughs> agriculture is Maryland's number one industry. Bro. But let's, let's, let's turn this into a bit of a teachable moment here. Let's turn this into a bit of a teachable moment. Because I try to do that with all of the dumbass of the weeks. <laughs> How else did I know the narrative that she was pitching wasn't true without me knowing the figures? Uh, one, I've done a decent amount of traveling around my home state. Now, this is anecdotal. But if you go to or through certain parts of Maryland, you see farmland as far as the eye can see. Bro, years ago. <laughs> years ago when I was still living in Laurel mm. and Yetta decided she wanted to do the YouTube thing and we was going up and interviewing people about their uh, cosmetic, natural cosmetic products and shit like that mm. we had to go way out to this one lady's house mm. bro I ain't never seen Bruh. that amount of farmland nigga never like, I, I think like a good portion of Maryland is like uh, mountainous areas, mm -hmm. and then the rest is is farmland. Yo, except for the city. Yes, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, bro, what are you talking? What are you? What are you talking about? Um. So, number another reason is Virginia is a border state. Negative. So even if the number of farms here. Really did take a no, huge no, no. Dip. You can't do that. <laughs> we can't. 
We live in states. Individual states. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of states' rights? No, They're no, not we live, connected with we, other. We, we, we live in the United States. That's literally in the... I mean... Okay. Are they I, really united? That's now? different. Not, 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 that's, that's a whole different conversation. I'm just, I'm just doing her. <laughs> this, 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 this is... This is but here's the thing. Even if the farms in Maryland had taken a huge dip, not as huge as what she said, that's ridiculous. No. That that would have effectively been 10,000 farms went out of business in three years, which, which is a mountain is acreage. technically possible. I mean, all of that is technically possible. Yeah, it's is technically it possible. It's not realistic, though. Right. Um, if that did happen, my thoughts wouldn't have gone to fake meat. Virginia has over 40,000 farms. Also, just because it's him and me doesn't mean it's fake. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Back into the regular. She's definitely dumbass of the week. I, I, oh, I, bro. No, I don't, I, think, I don't think it's arguable. <laughs> she said, hold up. She said, we don't have farms. We and don't have proceeds, farms. even in her false misinformation, Mm -hmm. You state we only have two thousand farms. So even in your misinformation that you got this shit from, it's saying we have farms. Right. right. I just, I just. Anyway, back to my week. Uh Walgreens line. This actually isn't an issue with Walgreens itself, but the only thing worse than standing in a long ass line. Is standing in a long-ass line and having to hear somebody make obvious complaints about said long-ass line. Oh, jeez. Referencing how long the line wants. It's understandable. You talk, you you in line, you say, God damn, that's a long-ass line. That's cool. I get that. That makes sense. It's, it's, it's verbally observing something. Cool. Yeah, I have but, a really quick anecdote about mm, that. My daughter was a little girl. Mm. It was coming near Christmas time. I'm standing in this long ass line at KB Toy Store and Security Mall. Hands full of shit. There's a man behind me. No, there's a man in front of me. There's an old lady behind me. Mm. The man in front of me, nonstop, for what seemed like at least 15 minutes complained about the length of the line until the old lady said <clears throat> somebody did it for you oh the shame oh <laughs> across that man's face oh the shame oh <laughs> Ho hoisting no, people on their own batards are we right I mean shit God, Somebody man. did it for you. <laughs> Somebody did it for your ass. Somebody Break did it for your, you. I'm grateful, straighten, Mike. Yes. Straighten your ass up. Facts. Have more comfortable shoes. Stand in that motherfucking line for your kids at Christmas time, you son bitch. Hey. You that. You hey. That. Listen. Listen. Um, so, like I said, referencing once is okay. It's understandable. But yeah. harping on it while in line is not going to make it move any faster. And it will only serve to annoy the people around you. Oh, wait. Having to hear their conversation with somebody else 
they came to the store with while that other person is still walking around shopping. That's worse. That's worse. <laughs> um, so we uh, we talked about the letter, that, that scenario, that type of scenario, uh, back when I came back from Miami uh, last year. Right. It's annoying as hell to hear people talking up and down and through the fucking aisles. Right. Like in separate aisles. Um, now, I don't know these two niggas, so I'm going to call them Frickin' Frack. Nah, um, nah, I'm just, I'm just going with Frickin' Frack. <laughs> so I was at work. I went to Walgreens. Chipping because I wanted. No, no, fuck no. Uh, I, I was at work. I went to Walgreens because I wanted something to snack on to hold me over until dinner. That's greedy ass. I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I go in. I go in the store and I see five people in line and only one cashier. The only reason I stayed is because I went into the other store that's on the other side of my job first and I didn't see anything I wanted. Uh, it was also cold as shit and I wasn't about to walk anywhere this else. This week, bro, y'all see, with the exception of that 170 degree day, yeah, like it's getting, I don't like, I don't like that shit. Don't yeah, like nah. So I wasn't about to walk nowhere else. So Walgreens it was. Um, I decided to just wait the line out. The line was starting to bleed into one of the aisles. That was the one with the chocolate and the candy and all that other shit in it. Uh, so, so that I didn't end up getting a bunch of stuff I don't need, I just went ahead and grabbed something intentionally because otherwise it was likely that I would have picked up a couple things just due to me waiting in the line. How that shit go? Uh, so I grabbed my, my chocolate and I start walking towards the line. Frick is coming from the other side of the aisle. And he beats me to the line. Cool, no problem. I wasn't rushing. It was just one person who fucking nah, cares. was born here. So. Well, whatever. Uh, he has he has a couple things in his hands. Uh, relevant to this story, a box of cereal. Uh, he says, you might want to get some milk. I turn around to see if he was talking to somebody behind me. Nobody was there. Uh, a couple seconds, like three seconds later, Frack comes from around the corner and says, I might do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Frack walks by me. I thought it was for him to get in line. No, he's still shopping. All right. So Frack says, hey, man, look at these. Now, I didn't turn around this time, so I don't know what he was showing Frick. But a couple minutes go by. Frick says, I don't have that much milk. You should probably buy some. Frack didn't respond. I swear he said that three times in a two-minute span. Mm -hmm. Eventually, he turns around and says, this, this is Frick, by the way. He says, damn, the line all the way back there? As if he doesn't understand how lines work. Uh, he doesn't. Then he throws out a, hey, man, they should have at least two people up in at the cashier. Should they? No shit. Like, what? What do you mean? What are you talking, sir? What? We are all here. We we all have observed what is going on. We're aware. We are being affected by it. There's no reason for you to comment on it. Like, and he says shit like that like three, four times. Oh, this is annoying. This sound. This sound. Uh, yeah, this sounds annoying. Eventually, we got up to the front, and so. Frick was in front of me. Frack was behind me. So Frick got to one of the cash. By, by this time, uh, two other cashiers had come. 
Um, and Frick went to one of the cashiers and the other cashier waved me up. So I went to them and Frank had jumped behind, like he had jumped behind where I was trying to get to the cashier that Frick was at. But when Frick finished his transaction, that cashier went to lunch. Oh, shit. So I don't know what happened that guy left. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was some more complaining that well, happened. Well, like Discord just said, uh, not to mention complaining is scientifically proven to dilate time. That's funny. That's hilarious. Um, all right. Mm. Uh, next update with the whole father thing. Oh, Nigga. yeah. Ugh. <laughs> so... He sent me a long ass text message on Monday, which I almost didn't read. So, side note: anyone who knows me in real life <laughs> or remembers me saying on here uh, may have heard me say I effectively don't read long messages. Yeah. I legitimately have messages in my phone from people <clears throat> that I that I was dating, from models I used to work with, from former associates that I have literally never read. Um, Too long. I yeah. finally figured yeah. out. That's funny. I've finally figured out what it actually is. Well, I knew what it was. I finally figured out how to articulate it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's not the length. <laughs> it's not. It's not the length of the message in and of itself. Mm -hmm. That's not the issue. There are definitely long messages that I will read with no issue. In fact, I used to hear about people saying they don't read long messages, and I used to look down on that thinking. Now I don't know what their reasons were. But I can articulate mine now. If, yeah. if we are at odds in any meaningful way, yeah. nine times out of ten, I'm not reading more than a handful of words in one message. Those are feelings. Either you've done something to me that was unacceptable and are guilt vomiting, or I've done yeah. something that made you feel a way and you're trying to explain why you feel that way. That's fine, but I don't want to read that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with expressing your emotions. That's not the point I'm making. Actually, I encourage expressing your emotions. But I'm way more... I gotta read it. Well, no, no, no. I'm Get way out, more yeah. matter of fact. I'm way more matter of fact than most people I communicate with on a daily basis. Oh, yeah. So usually texting isn't the most efficient way for us to come to an understanding. Right, right. I feel that type of thing requires the benefit of live communication. Live communication. Seeing your hair inflections, tone. Bruh! Yeah, I agree with Because that. it's so easy to text something you either don't mean or text something that gets misinterpreted. And I need to also read body language, facial expressions. Bruh! Things and the more words, the more words that are a part of your text just increase the chances of miscommunication. Yeah, yeah. So because of all this, I almost didn't read this message. Then I realized we don't really have a form of live communication available to us because <laughs> I don't talk to this nigga So you the phone. have to take what you got. Right. I don't what talk up, to this DJ? nigga on the phone and I don't see this nigga in person. Right. So there's really no other way. So I'll read the message. Oh, question. Quick question. Does he watch the show? I don't fucking know. He has. He has. I don't. Listen. Like I said last week, I am fully grown. One monkey don't stop the whole show, bro. Like, I mean, I, I, I would grandfather used to I would <laughs> so we still gonna say what we gonna say <laughs> because of all like this. Like when my sister came Put it like this. Put it like this. Put it like this. Right, bruh. Put it like this. My mother does not like me cursing. 
I know. And she listens to the show from time to time. She listens to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So because of all this, I almost didn't read his message, but then I realized this was, this is it. This is the only way we really communicate. So I'm not about to talk to him on the phone. And after this, I'm definitely not about to see him in person anytime soon. So I read it. And of course I was fucking right. I was right. Of course I was right. He basically said he wasn't trying to accuse me of lying, but he still is harping on the idea of me not having interest in meeting him, which, which before he said what he said last week was not an issue. Right. Yet three different ways in this message that he sent me, he alluded to that being the issue. Yeah. So that made my mind up because I just told you that's not what the issue is. And we back at we back once again at me telling you something and you telling me no that it's Bruh. not what it is when you have no you don't have enough history with me to tell me that what I'm saying to you is not the truth. Like, Correct. like this is you making shit about you. Right. So either he's clearly insistent on misunderstanding what I'm saying. Or in misunderstanding. Or, or my version of being direct isn't direct enough for him. Yeah. The problem with that is the only way I know how to be more direct than I've been with him mm-hmm. would creep into the area of being disrespectful. And I'm not gonna do that. So uh I'm going to indefinitely suspend our communication <laughs> at some point. <laughs> maybe it'll resume but <laughs> yeah because bro listen i am not nor have i funny enough this relates to what i was talking about earlier mm-hmm. i'm not in the business of trying to convince people of shit i'm not trying to prove anything to you if you ask me something that pertains to me and is about yeah. me I, and, I, and I you told don't believe you, me, i told you bro if you don't believe me that's on you it's not my job to convince you now if i'm in a situation where like i'm not i'm not fucking arrogant with it if i'm in a situation where it looks one way it looks crazy i'll explain that that's easy i'll explain i have no problem explaining that but with no actual evidence and you just don't believe no i'm 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 sorry i don't and then you don't really know me like bro it's one thing for somebody to after having years of experience with you contrast and compare what you're saying to what they need you to be but someone who hasn't had that experience with me then when i tell you something about myself you have no way of knowing if this is the opposite of what i'm saying how i'm feeling you're going off of how it make what i said makes you feel correct no we're not doing that we're not doing that i legitimately feel i empathize Mm -hmm. I empathize. That does not mean that anything's changing, though. (laughs) I 100% empathize. However, I said what I said, and I meant what I said. For you to not believe me, that's a problem on your end. That's your problem. Yeah. Um, Again, I said what I said, and the issue came Clearly, you were not accepting what I said and assuming all this other shit that has nothing to do with my reasoning on any of that. And then when you did that, it pissed me off. Right. Uh, when you did that, it made me see, what am I, why am I even, right? What am I doing? You don't even know each why other. am I wasting my time? Bro, yeah. so Discord said raised voices? No, because we're texting. So it's not, it wouldn't be raised voices. Um, You get capital. I alluded to this earlier. Shut up. I alluded to this earlier. <laughs> it, it's ad hominems. But 
and here's the thing because at this point you become in my eyes you become a person who is no longer arguing in good faith right right and that's how i treat people who don't argue in good faith you get ad homes. homes you get ad yes. homes ad homes ass yes i insult them it's it's not even this is consistent <laughs> this is this, you know, it's possible <laughs> it is possible to have a reasonable rational argument and then throw ad homes see oh, i yeah. that a while ago Wait, yes, right, yes, I'm yes. about to address what you what you just said right here, without ad hominems and shit like that. And then there's um, a period. Um, 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 there's a period. So now <laughs> that section of this is over here. Now that's about you goofy motherfucker. <laughs> like now it's next. Thanks, thanks. But yes, like so, in my head, the way that my brain works at this point, when I'm if I'm presenting you with something that is logical. And for whatever reason, you outright just don't give any credence to it. Yeah, yeah, you dismiss it completely. I can't. I, you know, why I, I, I have no sympathy for you at that. You know point. why? Because they are not. If you reject logic, then what are you using to make your point, bro? This is what I'm saying. Like, I will never forget this day. It in in. This one is not even a serious one. It's just something that happened. I was uh, at Fab House with Fab and, and one of our homegirls, and I had mentioned uh, my ADHD. And they're like, you don't have ADHD. I'm like, based on what? Like, do I have, have I ever just made random shit up about me? Like, to what? Queen? Qui, qui bono? <laughs> Who benefits here? What what benefit do I get from a personal conversation between me and two of my longest friends? What benefit do I get from saying that I have ADHD? I'm, matter of fact, this is probably I've said that on the show less than ten times. The show is is years and years and years old. Oh, yeah. I've said this maybe three times on the show. This is not a, a pitch what to get sympathy. Think about it. It's like me saying, <laughs> "My, you're my blood person, my high blood person. You ain't got no high blood, nigga." Like, what the <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and, I, and then and then I'm like, I told them the very real story. Like, yes, I was diagnosed as a child. I was on Ritalin. My mother didn't like how the Ritalin was affecting me. Yeah. She took me off. Yeah, that is yeah. how. That's how that shit worked back in the day. They put you on. The that's exactly what happened. It's, it's oh. actually one of the reasons why. I, I don't know if I did the right thing or not. I just didn't want it. I've seen people on it. Yeah. So when I looked at my kid, and it was possible. I understand. I was like, I don't know if I, they're going to just be back then. Yeah. Right. Especially back then, I understand. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm not a doctor. I have no, uh, uh, special knowledge of the situation, excuse me, excuse me, but sir. the fact that I've, I have put band-aids on, so shut up, but just based on the fact that that's not what they prescribe for it anymore. Yeah. Facts. That facts. probably was not the most unreasonable thing to do mm -hmm. is to not let your child take Redland, given that since 
then they've learned more about the situation and, and you know, they don't describe that anymore. Observational data does matter too. Now the tools of ob observation are That's also important. a question too. But yeah. if, I, if I have witnessed uh, the after effects of said drug right. and the behavior, I, classic example, one of my homeboys, they had them on medication. And when they had them on too much of it, it was overdosing them, mm. basically. I saw his behavior. I saw what it was doing to him. Packed on all this fucking weight. Um, his motor skills deteriorated. Mm -hmm. So I, when me and Marlon went to the um, emergency room with him, we told him, yo, y'all giving him too much shit. Right. Turns out that's what happened. I need it's to be a, a hand doctor. Hand thing. Right. Yeah, it's a hand I ain't need to be thing. no doctor. You know? The so, people who uh the people who know the person and their behavior, their observations should be taken into Yeah. Especially since the doctor, all right. So yes, he has his years of experience and his education, but what he doesn't have is the everyday observations of watching a kid. Or somebody that lives with you, like right. I we see them more than you do. They come in here, you take a few tests, you get some data from the test, but this part needs to be factored in, right? When he's on that show, she's on that shit. Nah, no, right? Yeah, and and but that's my point. Like, why why would I be making this up? Like I, on on the show, more often than not, whenever I talk about it, I will say. Uh, my particular neurodivergence. Right. 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 There's nothing to brag about. Like, what are you... But anyway, that's... So, yes, whenever... <laughs> whenever I give you something logical that... And you just outright... Reject it. Just, nah, that's Dismissive. That ain't it. Okay. Because in, in, that, in that moment with, with Fab and our homegirl, my homegirl was like, well, call your mother. No. Wait a minute. I have oh, no reason. God. She asked you. Bruh, bro, this is what I'm saying. Like, who the fuck? I love you. Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. <laughs> That's I don't like, have to prove anything bugging, to you. Bugging. Like, what are you? I don't have to prove this thing to you. Like, I just like, told you what it was. Like, what I told you. you. Like, fine, whatever. Have it. At, no. Oh, your mom. I, I said, really? no. I said, I said, ask yourself. Because I'm not, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing your work. <laughs> if this is that important to you to, to 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 make it seem like, or to take that, look, I wish you could take it away. I wish you could take your hand, uh, put the hit on my forehead, and get rid of all that shit. Right? I wish you could do it. Go do it yourself. Go ask her. Yeah, I'm not doing. You're doing your labor. Because my my closest friends have access to my mother. If it's that important to you, go ahead and ask. Her. Why would you like? What do you mean? Hey, y'all, this that you have been it's facts, though. It's facts. It's facts. So, but yeah, no. So, like I said, it would not be raising voices, even in per see, even in person. The raised voice thing is not an intimidation thing coming from. No, me. this is passion. Uh, the passion. Yeah, passion. It's, it's passion. Yeah. So, like that might have. If if we had these conversations in person, we might have been past the level of, of voices being raised. But that's just again, like 
I'm not lying to you. I have no, I have zero reason to lie to you. I've done nothing but be upfront and honest and slightly abrasive towards you. So, <laughs> so why would you now think? But okay, whatever. Um, so yeah, that was that. Uh oh, Stephen from Django update. Uh <laughs> so previously, and I had only had story of <laughs> previously I had only had secondhand knowledge of the thing about him kissing Mass's ass. Uh but now I done seen it. You have personal knowledge of it now. I done seen it. So him, his supervisor, and their boss, their boss, white male, he's one of the vice presidents, were working on something in one of the hallways in the office downtown. I happened upon them when they were finishing up. The vice president was about to walk up the steps. Here come this nigga. Uh, uh, <laughs> you, you, you taking your flashlight upstairs? For context. You want your cone, man? <laughs> For context, this is a heavy-duty flashlight, like, it looked like it might have been about five pounds or so. Like, you can knock somebody one of those, out with that. Yeah, it's, it's a heavy-duty flashlight. Right. Uh, also, for more context, the vice president in question already has the flashlight in his hands. He's holding the flashlight <laughs> as he's walking towards the steps. <laughs> so he says, yeah, why? Do you need it? Because he don't know what the fuck going on. He like, right. what, why would you ask me? Right. He said, oh, no. Oh, oh no. I was, I was just wondering if you was. I was. If you was oh, no. No, he, he didn't say, he didn't say no, it like that. Listen. <laughs> he will now. In the way, it's, it's head cannon. It's head cannon. Nah, no, he, he said, said like. No, nigga. He said that. Not that it's not making me laugh. He said, oh, no. Oh, no. I was, I was just wondering. If you was if you was taking it upstairs with you, and the vice president says yes, unless you guys need it for something. It's, oh, oh no, I was I was I was just gonna take it upstairs for you. Now even yeah, more, context. I was gonna take it upstairs. Now even more context, even even, <laughs> even more context to show you how ridiculous this shit is. That vice president. Is somewhere in his late thirties, early forties. Oh, he's maybe mid, maybe maybe mid forties, right? Okay. As long as he's been with the company, he hasn't been the sit at a desk all day. Right. Right. He's relatively active, and he is not afraid to get his hands dirty. Just from appearance, he seems to be in decent shape. He like six two, six three. Get his hands dirty in what capacity? It's not like like he's 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 the head of he's like one of the vice presidents in charge of maintenance. So like oh oh yeah he'll do he'll like he's not one of those people that's like go do this. No, he'll get in there with you. He's not me in that position. Shut up. Um, shit. Shut up. (laughs) So he he like six two six three. He's certainly strong enough to take this flashlight. He's strong. That again. That again. He's already holding. Up one flight of stairs yeah, to his no, desk. Yo, the fact this is the crate. The fact in contrast, this said, in contrast, in contrast, <laughs> Stephen obviously is not his real name, but that's what that's that's the that's name his name now. Yeah, that's, he's he's earned it. Stephen is in his early sixties. He about five six. His body is slim except for his midsection. He has bad lungs. Oh my! This nigga won't even walk down one flight of stairs. But he's at telling work. you. Let me take this. Let me take. Man, 
first of all, let me take this off your hands there, sir. Bro, like, he's from the, so you telling me that Stephen from the Motisa tribe? <laughs> Motisa, is that what you telling me? Yo, this hand bone, hand bone, have you heard that? <laughs> <laughs> this handkerchief hit. I'm oh, like, fuck. yo, are you serious? Like, this is real life. Like, because again, him saying that, him saying what he said to me previously. No, he not. It was just he's definitely not legion material. <laughs> no, 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 him saying what he said to me previously didn't outright prove it was just me extrapolating. Nah, B, no. Now, uh, this is this is demonstrable. This is the the so this, this is the smoking gun. So so now I can connect all those other takes, Bruh. and all that other shit to you and this. And now, when I connect all those things together, everything becomes clear. The lights come on. Bruh. You handkerchief head ass nigga. <laughs> okay. We see Yo, you. I'm like, bruh. And that's why he, and he, funny he thing. tried to chastise you, bruh, about certain shit you say and do around there that he thinks, boy, you better be careful. Steven. <laughs> And well, the funniest thing about that is his supervisor is, is a black man. Mm -hmm. His supervisor, when he said that shit, bust out laughing. Like, bust out Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Me and his supervisor met eyes, and I'm just, we both shaking our heads, laughing at this nigga. <laughs> as, yo, as I walk No, nah, this is proof. Bro, this, what the fuck? No, you're not telling me this ain't proof, bro. No, this now it is. Me seeing this, yes. Yeah, bro, this what is... he had, the things he had said to me previously were not outright. This was no, just that, but now before that was me extrapolating. Right now, yes. Now you can make the connection. I'm like, yo, you sit. I yo, I wouldn't believe if somebody would have told me this story about him. Part of me would have been like, like, you lying, maybe, yo. Why you trying to make that? But I'm right. I'd have been like, maybe, but I don't think. I don't think it was as bad as you make it. Seem. No, I synced that shit. I synced you synced it. Listen, I synced it. I synced <laughs> it. I'm Listen, like, yo. So, as far what? as I am concerned, as far as I am concerned, mm. that is nail in a coffin. Because this is what you did. This when we was in the area, I can only imagine, Bruh. what you're doing when we not. Yikes! Why you keep wearing that? You ain't supposed to wear the certain thing. You know Maso ain't for that. Boy, you better. He coming and you doing this. <laughs> the fuck? Yo, listen. I, listen. I, I love my people. Oh, in, absolutely. In the past mm -hmm. and now. Mm -hmm. But it's a certain type of nigga. And I know why he did it. I know why he did it. And part of it is from fear. It's from abuse. It's from psychological mm -hmm. abuse. Yeah. The other part of it, though, is we are in a fucked up situation and I don't have the stones to do the bare minimum so that we survive. I am going to go all the way over on the deep end. And if right. that means betraying the rest of you, if that means talking shit about y'all to this motherfucker to make me look good, like I'm the special one, that is more than a survival tactic. Yes. That is 
is the coonery we be talking about. That's right. a person because in all groups, you have people that are willing to do what's necessary for everybody to survive. And if that means they got to eat a little shit, they're going to eat a little shit so everybody survive. And then you got those who are only seeing this from a position of what can I do to better my position at the expense of everybody else. These are the people that we talk about. Not the guy that had to, 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 look, he had to allow certain disrespect to his dignity. We ain't talking about that. We talking about the guy who made the calculated uh, 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 risk to say, hey, fuck them. What am I getting out of this? Right. If I gotta toss you under the wheels of that wagon, if if I gotta have you swinging from some fucking uh, tree like strange fruit, so then my shit looks a certain type of way, I'm gonna do it. This right. is what the Stephen from Django character was. Mm-hmm. This was not about his love for his people. This no. was not about him trying to just survive. This is no. about him thinking he was better, thinking mm-hmm. that uh, since we can't beat these motherfuckers, I'm gonna join them in every sense of the word and if that means getting your woman lynched the fuck up if that means getting your you lynched the fuck up them kids i don't give a fuck this sort of person exists in every demographic yes. especially uh demographics Fabo. that are what up Fabo? demographics that are under <laughs> duress systemically under duress yeah. it's yeah. going to be those of us that's going to go be rebellious as fuck and be like nah yo this is this shit is wrong i'm not right. with that and it's going to be those of us that's going to go, well, yeah, it is wrong, but I mean, what we going to do? Right. It's them type motherfuckers. Yo, just type. imagine the idea. A race, a race black and white. Yes. Just imagine the idea of you being 6'3", decent shape, in your relative physical prime, and this 60-year-old 5'6", <laughs> dead, long-ass-having motherfucker come up to you like, you need me carry that upstairs for you? Hold up now, sir. You know that you can, like, get, like, like pull a muscle walking bro, up the like, what the fuck with this five-pound g- Like, bro, what are you You're 60! <laughs> you're 60! <laughs> oh, like I said, this nigga won't even walk down a flight of steps. This nigga gets on the elevator, like, because I, I, I asked him one time, like, why don't you ever take the steps? Like, to be clear, I'm lazy. Going up, oftentimes I take the elevator. Oh, you won't even walk, you won't even walk down a flight of yeah, of that's steps. crazy. You won't walk down, bro. Listen, a flight. Not I'm not saying going from four to one. No, no. You won't go from two to one, bro. My 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 stepdad. Got his leg ran over by a truck when mm. I was a little boy. So from that, after the surgery and all of that, he never walked straight down the steps. He would walk down the side. Mm-hmm. But he would walk down the steps. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, what are we talking about? Like, I don't... You are that opposed to moving. But He's 60. Right. You're that opposed to moving, but you would come to this in in prime (laughs) shape. Oh, no, 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 no. We cannot let this get away. That's funny. (laughs) I know you, I know it's kind of heavy. Like, that's wow. Bro, what do you, what the fuck? No, he does not smoke. He has very aggressive asthma and 
What the bronchitis? Is it bronchitis? So to be clear, what this is now what I envision. He got a handkerchief on his head. He's walking up to him with his thing. And <laughs> you know current going up the steps. He's stupid. Is it? No, he um he doesn't actually he does still. Yeah, I don't know. In hell like that was a point in time. There was a point in time where he didn't have his inhaler no more. I don't know if he didn't have it or he just wasn't using it because he had some medicine. He finally went to the doctor about it and some medicine they gave him like made it better. But I say that, but yesterday I literally saw him with his inhaler. He wasn't using it, but he had it. So I don't know if he just has it just in case. Because you know, emergency inhaler. So I don't know if you just have it just in case or I've whatever. I've seen case. examples of this when I worked at Baltimore Spice. There was a supervisor. I cannot remember his name now, but my supervisor name was Gerald. Mm. Gerald was all right. I used to give him a hard time. But Gerald was an all right guy. Why he was fucking with Gerald, man? Because he was an all right guy. And I troll my friends. It's <laughs> what it is. I like Gerald. I like Gerald. Everybody on my shift trolled. Well, especially in our department because I kind of mm. started some of it. But Burke was there before me. He started most of it. But mm. anyway, I hated the way he used to treat our supervisor. Like he was mm. the supervisor, supervisor. And he really wasn't. Right? He really wasn't. He was one of them. Yikes. And I caught him being one of them. We had a floor manager. We used to call him Superman because mm. he looked like Clark Kent and shit, right? Overall reasonable guy. Mm -hmm. I saw no reason to dislike him for any reason. Um, now, he almost got the shit shot out of him. Yikes. Uh, a guy came back up to the job, and if he had found him, it would have been it'd been crazy. Yeah. But overall, he treated everybody pretty fair. Mm. There was no reason for your ass to be walking up to him every time he come in there. Little baby love show, oh, I saw him with my own eyes switch up everything. Damn. And then talk shit to the rest of us on the floor. Like, we ain't shit. Motherfucker, Bruh. I'm tossing in 30,000 pounds of material a night. Right. Your punk ass standing down there in the old room filling out paperwork. Right. Don't talk no shit to me. Nah. And he wasn't my direct supervisor. Right. So I used to talk shit on him. This motherfucker snitched on Gerald for some shit. That wasn't even no real big deal. Mm. That didn't cost no production time. It's not like he was stealing some. It was some little petty bullshit he went and told on him. And because he made it a big deal, it kind of forced the dude's hand to give Gerald a suspension. I hate that shit. I'm like, yep. Woo, boy. He was one of them. Because he mm. would talk all manners of shit to us. Talking tough, hey, talking tough, all this other shit. But when 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 either the white floor manager or some of the white folks that worked up in the office came down there to the floor, 
he was on his mama's little baby love shortening bread shit. Yikes. Uh it's Discord, great. yeah. Yes, I'm still uh still working on that. Um okay. Well it's been a little minute, but you guys know what time it is. It's time for M I Am I the asshole for deliberately ruining my housemate's romantic date night with his boyfriend because they plan to use my bathroom? <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. Stop. I haven't heard the whole thing yet. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had the best. <laughs> <laughs> stop. 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 Yo. I'm bad from, man. Bro. Like, what do you mean? Like, what? Why do you want it? Okay, let me let me get into it. Holy shit. I, 21-year-old female, live with my best friend, John, 21-year-old male, in a two-bedroom, two-bathroom flat. I have the main bathroom, and John has the in-suite bathroom. My bathroom has a shower-tub combo, sink, and toilet. John's bathroom has a shower. Oh, he right. does have a shower, so all right. John's bathroom has a shower, sink, and toilet. When we first moved in, I didn't have a preference about which room, so John took the bathroom, with the bedroom with the in-suite bathroom. Right. The issue is that recently, John has been using my bath without permission. Normally, I'm not super territorial about hey, my space, but here's my issues. Number one, John is having baths that take two plus hours. <laughs> Number Hold two... Up. That man trying to let Cal gone take him away. Get shut up, that. shut up. Number two, he moves my stuff around. Oh no. And puts my loofahs and flannels on the floor, which is just unhygienic. <laughs> Number three, he doesn't clean up after himself. Oh number four, I'm not allowed to use his bathroom when he's occupying mine because he doesn't want me to go into his bedroom. Hmm. I've brought these up to him, and he always says he won't use to he won't use the bath anymore. But he always goes back to it. He claims his knees are acting up. He's being tested for off riders in and, a couple of weeks. And Discord just said Epsom soak, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that the commute to and from work kills his joints. It's been like this for two months. Every time I get home from work, John is soaking in my tub so I can't shower, pee, etc. <laughs> it might seem like a small thing, but it's incredibly annoying. Fast forward to a couple of days ago, he and his boyfriend um, are there. He seemed pretty sound and has always been nice to me. I go from the kitchen to my bathroom and see the bath has been turned on, so I turn it off. I go into my bedroom to grab my towels and clothes, and when I get back, Sam is in my bathroom sitting on the toilet, see, watching the bath fill up. I ask him I ask him what he's doing, and he tells me that him and John are planning on having a romantic bath together. Isn't that nice? I turn the bath off again and say, well, this is my bathroom and I need a shower, so get out. Go take a romantic shower together in your <laughs> he stands, he stands in the doorway for a few minutes, texting John. I managed to push him out and I had a nice long everything shower. This, this she over here with this bullshit about this guy. That's what she over here with this. Right. The entire time John is texting me, asking me to hurry up because him and Sam had plans and I was oh. ruining them. Oh. I responded and said, I'm in my bathroom. I've told you not to use my bathroom. Exactly. You leave it in a state and you spend hours in there. 
When I get out of the bathroom, John and Sam are sitting on the sofa watching a movie. As I walk past them, John says, are you happy you ruined our date night? I just shrugged and got food. However, I guess I guess John went and vented to our mutual friends who are split on who was right in the situation. But the general consensus is that I should have just sucked it up and let them use my bathroom for their date. What the fuck? Nah. All right, hold up. I got it. I got it. You know how we do. Nah. I got to find... Because pretty much overwhelmingly, people were saying she's well, not there. Listen, I, I, listen, that you screw you and your date night. You could have um, to a hotel. Y'all had all of the the the, the bath time y'all wanted at the fucking hotel. You not using my motherfucking tub, right? Nah, <laughs> nah. So let's see. They are bugging. Let's see. Hey, Chrissy said, time to put a lock on the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, somebody just said you're the asshole. Good. No explanation. No, no. No need one. he is uh, not an asshole for that. She don't need to explain. Wait, 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 wait. Um, you're I the bet asshole. That was one, I bet that was one of them. That <laughs> well, that's funny. <laughs> Um, somebody said you're the asshole. Kinda sounds like your bathroom is actually the communal bathroom. No, it it's don't. not a, it's not an in suite, and is the only bathroom to have a bath. I would really argue that like it's not solely for your use because of this. No. I would expect John to use his shower, but if he wants a bath, then the bath is free game. Nah, I also no. think it's fine if they want to bath together. I'm sure John at the bathroom, and you had the in suite, and you wanted a bath. You would expect to use that bath. Right. No, if I was in their position and I had the end suite and I wanted to take a bath, I would ask if I could use exactly. the tub. All right, so so let's talk about this communal bullshit. Yeah, like, nah. When these motherfuckers start becoming roommates, I'm pretty sure on that lease it don't say nothing about this is the communal bathroom where everybody can. So these are right. decisions that are made by roommates that make agreements when they go in there with each other. This is my bathroom. That is your bathroom. So don't hit me with that. This is the communal. But we're not trying to hear that. You ask me if you can use the tub. I say yes or I say no. If you come in here and start running water, uh, so you and your significant other can have a romantic bathroom escapade. Fuck you. my shit. No. No. Fuck out of here. No. Facts. Facts. Yeah, All right. Uh, next up. Let me see. Am I the asshole for interrupting my husband's work call to watch his daughter who threw up in my car so I could make my orthopedic doctor appointment? That's a lot right there. There's a lot going on right there. My husband is a workaholic. He works from eight to six every day with no lunch and travels 50 to 75% of the time. I am a stay-at-home mom with three kids, ages eight, four, and 18 months. I do all the chores at home and also partially homeschool the eight-year-old. My husband never takes off work to help with the kids as I am a stay-at-home mom. Well, I tweaked my shoulder and it's been hurting for four months. I recently got an MRI and had my follow-up appointment scheduled. I didn't even bother asking him to take off to watch the kids because he never will because he always has something going on at work. But I did book the appointment on the family schedule and told him about it in case the kid was sick. So I left the two older ones home with him as he was working from home. Well, my youngest, 
vomited in the car after I'd been driving about 10 minutes. I texted him asking if he would take off work so I could still make my appointment, but he wouldn't respond. I was able to have my mom come over and she was willing to watch the sick kid so I could make the appointment, but we couldn't figure out how to remove the car seat so we could wash it off. It was a new car seat and I didn't have the time to YouTube how to get it out and still make my appointment because at this time I would have been over 20 minutes late. Well, at this point, I went into his office at home and asked him to get off his call and he completely blew up at me. At this point, I had already tried calling and texting him. I get that I shouldn't interrupt his work call, but parenting is an equal responsibility. And had she been in daycare, one of us would have to pick her up. Plus, he's on call 75% of the day. Am I the asshole for making him get off his work call to help with his daughter? Right. Yes. Talk about uh, this for a second. because I'm fully confident saying yes, but go ahead. Well, what what I would say is, you just walked in that room and said, "You'll get off the call now." Right. I know, I know the way. You're you're typing this, maybe wanting to lead people to believe that you were very polite, but I'm sure you weren't. It was a crisis situation in your head. Sure, sure. And you probably went in there with the sense of urgency. This man is on a business call, so he, the person he's talking to can overhear all of that shit and has to hear him being told. Get off the call because you got to do the thing. I'm certain that that is not something that he appreciated at all. Um, sure. There's a way to do all of that shit. The reason he didn't answer you directly is because he's on a business call. Yeah. If yeah. Th this this is something y'all should work out. Bruh, I'm saying? saying you said that part. Like, this is something y'all should work out. Not, not this. Not this way. This is not. He's on a. Bro. You don't know what this man was up there uh, finagling to get that could have been good for the house, right? Um, the money, the, whatever he bringing the house, whatever. And you come in there and, and listen. I'm I'm unconvinced that she came in there like this, like Mary Poppins. Like it'd be nice if you could get off of the phone because I need to. No, she probably because she probably was frustrated because he wasn't picking up, wasn't answering, you know, and all that other shit. So she came in there with the attitude talking about get off the phone. Yeah, we gotta talk. You can't inappropriate. Yo, all right. What I'm about to say might be a little controversial, but here's the thing: uh, you're the asshole. Maybe not with not maybe not for what some people would call you the asshole. For. Mm -hmm. What it sounds like to me is like. that you have that old school relationship where the man is the breadwinner and yeah. he takes care of all of the, yeah, the, the sure. monetary blah blah this Red. and blah blah that. You are the asshole for being in that type of relationship if you aren't willing to put up with being in that type of relationship calls for. Mm. It is very easy to say that you want that type of relationship when the issue is who has to work. Mm. It's much harder to say you want that type of relationship when you're in this type of situation yeah. where it's incumbent upon you to do more work. So if this was any other type of relationship, 
I would say he's the asshole. But because it appears as if you have that relationship where he is the provider, the sole yep. provider. Sole provider. Well, guess what that means you're supposed to do? Let so <laughs> I don't understand. If this if his and again, I'm I'm assuming, but if his role in the relationship is to provide, you're stopping, you're asking him to stop providing in order to fill in with your end. Does he ask you to stop watching the kids so you can do one of his work calls? <laughs> yeah, so as, as I'm so, being facetious, but yeah, but because there is there is some differences there. Right. Um, I'm being facetious. Those are your kids too, nigga. <laughs> Absolutely. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's why I said if this is any other type of relationship. Right. Those are your fucking kids too, sir. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you you should bear some responsibility to the kids, but there's a couple of things in her statement that made it seem to me like she doesn't understand how Standard, working works. Yeah, yeah. She I says also, he works from eight to six, and that's, that's not true uncommon. Too, that's true, too, Ruth. I read that last night. I don't know why she didn't just clean the kitchen. Bruh, going. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. She's talking about he works from eight to six and complaining about that. That's not... That's That's, that's, that's normal. That's like... It should not be normal necessarily. Right. But that's kind of normal, especially any job that is going to afford you to be able to take care of a wife and three children. Without her having to work. And without her having to work. Yeah, that's kind of he, normal. He, he's when you say rhetorically he's on work calls 75% of the day, that's life. That's the workforce. Yeah. So like you come across, you come across as somebody who doesn't understand how the working world works. That's why I consider you the asshole. Right. Because, like Tim said, 1,000%. That's his... They his kids, too. Yeah. They his fucking kids, too. Now, apparently two of them are old enough to be able to take care of themselves temporarily. That's cool. Nice. Good shit. Mm -hmm. But the 18-month-old... I feel like... Like Ruth said, why didn't you just clean the baby? If you have an 18... That's the other thing. You got a fucking 18 month old that you're taking care of. Why are you not equipped to take care of them vomiting? That's true. I don't. That is really confusing uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, also, Jason, uh, someone should define clear protocols when, when, once working, and when talk. See, and this is, this is the part, this is the part that had me calling her the asshole because you're not convincing me that in this frustrated moment, Whatever this going on, she already had these things in her head that she didn't go in there full of piss and vinegar. Right. You're not nobody's no one's convincing me that she could say, say all she wants, but the reality of the situation is that man was on the phone to, dealing with business. And as somebody who has that has done this sort of thing, uh you are focused on getting the best outcome for yourself. Or, or trying to understand what the person is saying to you so you can right. do there's there's a lot in that so him stopping in the middle of his phone conversation this is a business call he ain't just on that motherfucker talking about the sports scores or some shit like that you coming in there with that all that rah-rah and then the person he's on the other line can hear that shit <laughs> like yo like nah he's gonna be irritated like bruh all right so let me let me read this. Not the asshole. 
They're his children too. Honestly, throw the whole man out. This is not a reasonable situation that he can't be bothered to even call his children on work trips. Doesn't care if his child is sick and no one can care for them and is angry at having to help with childcare. The fact you have to put your medical needs on a family schedule and cannot get him to book off, let him marry his job then. You deserve better. Okay, so, all right, cool. Um, so where where in the, did she say he didn't care that his kid was sick? I don't know. So sounds, like words, she, sounds like this person's projecting. Yeah, we're gonna we're going to we're going to assume the absolute worst, right? Even though none of that has been brought into the conversation about, we're going to assume that this man doesn't care if his kids are sick. There are educated assumptions, right? Yes. My educated assumption was that this is their uh, this is their arrangement that he provides and she house cares mm -hmm. because based on the facts of the story. That's what it sounds like. It does. That's what it sounds For like. you to assume that he was mad because <laughs> at having to help with childcare, I didn't get that. She didn't say, I, she didn't mention one time in there about an incident, but previously where he expressed his anger at doing blah, 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 blah. I didn't hear it. No. Um, that too, else. Chrissy. Someone That's else me. says, uh, not the asshole, if I have a job and I'm working at home and we're on a budget, so a babysitter is out of the question. She didn't say that. Uh, and 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 mom is off limits for babies. We're going to work it out. That's it's We are adults. It's not about our work and make the money. Therefore, I have the right to ignore my wife and sick child. Act like that. It's her job. That's asinine to even think that, especially if I work 75% of the time. You dumbass, you don't understand work culture either. I couldn't multitask for that random moment that happens. That's my wife. All right, That's so my wife needed help. Check, check this out. So let's take remote work. All right? Let's take remote work. Certain types of remote work, you are behind the computer. You are filling out shit. You are uh, answering questions. It depends on what the fuck that shit is. Mm -hmm. you, are not, you are not directly, in some cases, dealing with another person. It's more like a program that you're working on, right? Some shit like this happens. It's a lot easier for you to just go, hold up. Unless you're being timed or some shit. Right, like right, right, right. So, in this case, he is on the phone talking to another person, either trying to get information giving information, trying to figure some shit out, whatever the parameters of his job is. Mm -hmm. You coming in there, I've been calling, I've been hitting the thing. You been... Now, why do I assume that that is? Because of everything else she said before, the frustration, the this, that, she was in, injured, right? All of that. See, I called and I called and he didn't pick up. And he didn't respond to that number. Mm-hmm. I am assuming, based off of this, that there was a level of annoyance and urgency in your shit when you when you came and talked to that man about that. Now, whatever the case may be, those people assuming that he didn't care about his sick kid is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. They probably got medical insurance because of his job. Probably. I... Uh... I, I, I just maybe I'm missing something. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm missing something. Um, all right, one more. 
Oh, am I the asshole for not letting my brother know when my wife had her child? Wait a minute, say that again? <laughs> am I the asshole for not letting my brother know when my wife had her child? It sounds like it gotta be more to this than... I, 34-year-old male, had asked my brother, David, 35-year-old male, for monetary help a while earlier. He's rich and would have been able to help me. He refused by saying that he doesn't have to help me, that it's none of his business, and I said, okay. But the problem is that he also made a rude comment to the effect of, maybe the reason you are struggling is that you are having, you have two kids already and your wife's pregnant still. I think you should stop having children. That was months ago, and yesterday my wife gave birth to twins, a girl and a boy. I did not let David know about it, and instead only informed our close friends slash other family members. But he found out through them and came to the hospital to congratulate us. He said, you have three girls now, which is a peach, but at least there's also a boy. He then asked me why I hadn't told him, and I just said that I did not feel it was necessary to do so. He got offended and told me that he's their uncle, and I mentioned that he should begin acting like one instead of being a deadbeat if he wants my respect. He got into a, got into a verbal sparring match, but in the end, he said he does not want to say more as your wife is resting, and left. My other family members think that I should have told him, even though he had made that comment earlier. Am I the asshole? So, people are saying he's overwhelming and overwhelmingly the asshole. <laughs> I disagree. <a> Here's <laughs> the thing: his brother said, "If I ask I'm not you for give money, you the money, and I don't have to <laughs> listen, if I ask for money and you don't give me money, that's actually fine. Yeah. That's cool because that's your money. Fuck. The problem I have." Is after I ask you for money and you decline, your commentary of maybe you're still struggling. Oh, no, that's crazy! And your wife's pregnant still. I think you should stop having children. Are you, are you dressing me down about my? Are you? you think I, I should ask you all that? Oh, you think I should stop having children? So it's not your fucking business when my next child is born. Yeah. Like I don't. Why would I? Why would I? Come, why would I go out of my way to tell you about this after you made a statement saying? You should stop having kids. I just had another kid. Like, bro, like what? I'm confused. Now, I'm going to tell you what happened, right? So his brother made a little bit of money. Rich is a, I, we don't know exactly what that, what he defines that as, right? His brother made a little money and now mm -hmm. he's running around here <laughs> preaching to motherfuckers about why they poor. I see the problem. I ain't giving you shit, son. And I'm gonna tell you why. The problem is you have too many damn kids. See, the problem with you brokies, you bro you brokies are always concerned about this shit right here when you should be saving that money and putting it in stocks and doing this and investing. No, you out here making babies. I, do not tell me he's not that asshole. He is this asshole. Well, here's the thing. That. Here's the thing. I'm, I've read a couple of these comments, and people are harping on. Two things. They're hopping on it's his money. him asking. Well, basically, one is his money. I knew that was coming. Two, and two, uh, let's say, let me read this one. Sure, he shouldn't tell you how many kids to have, but if you're asking him for money and calling him a deadbeat if he doesn't give it to you, it's you who are holding him responsible for your life choices over which he has no control. Not that he was right to say it, but he's completely right. If you can't afford them, then don't have it. Here's here's the, here's where my confusion comes in, right? Okay. What the OP did, the, the the things that he did wrong, right? 
I'm not arguing that they're exactly. not wrong. Exactly. That, that's not my argument. My argument is this isn't something that I owe you. Yeah. It's not like I owed you something and we had that conversation. I don't and I owe didn't you, give you what I owed you. I don't owe you information about me having. Bro, especially yeah. after you have a comment about how many fucking kids I Yeah, have. I don't owe you that. I don't, I don't owe you that. that. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I saw like one everybody sucks here. I'm fine with that. I'll me take too. everybody sucks here. But you're the nah, B. I can't. And, 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 and that's the thing about it, bro. Like, it's like, all right. You literally just chastised this man about having too many kids. Bro, what what kind of why would I then say to you, hey, we have twins? Yeah, what kind of response did he think he would get, bro, after that chastisement about having too many kids by telling him the end of a kid? Like, seriously, like, explain that. I just, I, I just don't. I don't understand. Yeah. You're the asshole. You're a grown man. Your brother's not obligated to give you money. Nobody said Letting that. That ruined your relationship, Miss Petty. Who said, said that, that he was obligated to give me money? money Just right. like he's, he's not money. obligated to give me money. I'm not obligated to tell him when my wife has the baby. Yeah. Like, what Especially are we talking about here? When your specific criticism for why you didn't give me that, you, you wouldn't, maybe you ain't had so many kids. You would, yo, that flippant remark. My right wife there is, is so currently ass. pregnant. It's not like I'm about to go impregnate her. Yeah. She's yeah. already pregnant. The deed is already done. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? Yo, I hate people so much. I hate people so much. You're the asshole. He's not a deadbeat. He's not obligated to support your choices. He sucks for the comment about the boy. That's the point. The point is oh, about the comment. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, whole, the whole deadbeat shit, I'm in Beverly. Yeah, yeah whatever. Right. Um, but the, the, the fact that, you know, he said that about that, and then now there's a child that the children that are being born. Right. Why would I come to you after that? Yeah. Everybody sucks here except your wife and kids, of course. He majorly sucks for saying those things. He doesn't suck for turning down your request for money. That's his right to do. It was petty to not tell him because you knew another family member would tell him. You just wanted to passively aggressively communicate your rage. No, to him I'm, not, I'm not doing that again. See, I was with them until they said. The yeah. whole passive aggression. Thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I, with that. See, here's the thing: if I have information and I choose not to tell you, I don't give a fuck what anybody else is doing. Thanks. It has nothing to do with another person giving you the information. I'm not giving you the information. Also, who said? Who made the law? Right, that I owe siblings who I'm in a dispute with or parents. That I'm in a dispute with, uh, information about my life. Because here's the thing, right? This expectation, first of all, just because you're somebody's parent, don't mean you were a great parent or a great person towards that person. The, the, the relationship matters. Just like with siblings, the relationship matters. You have situations where two siblings have a disagreement over whatever, and it's so bad that they stop talking to each other. So now, in the midst of them not talking to each other, they don't say anything to each other. They've written each other off. I'm not saying that this is the case. Jesus is an example. In that case, when good things happen in your life, are you obligated to call the sibling that you're mad that y'all mad at each other about, about to tell you about those things? No, sure. you're not. Y'all, the relationship, this whole blood only means as much as the actual relationship means. The blood by itself is not enough to make me feel obligated to you 
if you were a shitty person or if we like no no that's why i think it's abuse when i when i hear um people expect for children that grew up in abusive homes to right. grow up and then have to play that role right. to the person that shitted on them their entire time yeah, no it was no that's not no. my that's not my job no nigga me right Right, right. No, it's not my job. Y'all was in a dispute. Y'all were angry, and the dispute was specifically about money. And you having too many kids, nigga. Yo, this fucking comment. You're the asshole for having more fucking kids when you clearly can't afford the family you already have. The audacity to be asking him for money, getting irritated when he refuses, and then adding more kids to the picture. Like he's, that's not what happened. No, this that's not what happened. His wife was pregnant. Yeah. His wife was already pregnant, and they had fucking twins. It's not like he he said, mm, "We're gonna add two more kids." Yeah, no, it's not how that shit works. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and here's, the, here's the here's the thing that pisses me off about most of these fucking comments. Just because something is factual doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. Just because something is factual doesn't mean it's your place to say it. Yeah. Just because something is factual doesn't mean that it's appropriate. And honestly, it sounded like to me, dude was like, you know what? You feeling like you got way too much leeway to make these comments on my life. I'm not telling you shit. Bruh! That's, that's what I got from it. That's Crazy. what I got from it. Crazy. Those kids aren't his responsibility. You aren't his responsibility. Right. Uh, no right, shit. Right. Right. So, 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 for following that line of reasoning, <laughs> right. <laughs> then why was his? It was his responsibility to tell his well, brother what the about fuck the. What are we talking about? about? See, this is the and, part. Where, this is the part they don't see. They, this is kind of fucking them up. You're right. 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 It's not his and responsibility, we, but it's no. also not the the, the the brother's responsibility to tell you about for what. My right. life is my life, right? Ain't that what we saying? Facts. And we end on the best comment so far, because I'm not doing the search thing, but mm -hmm. the comment that makes the most sense to me. Everyone sucks here. However, your brother isn't a deadbeat because he declined the loan to give you money. Boom. Yeah, that's it. That's cool. That's fine. He's not Everyone sucks here. Because you 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 was a little shitty. You was a little shitty to your brother. I'm a deadbeat for not giving right. you money. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Your brother was shitty. Cause why the fuck you can't you, you know my wife's pregnant. Also, I think he got the he got the definition of deadbeat wrong. Yeah, that, clearly that's him. That's him not paying his debts. Right, I don't owe you that money. Now. No, you don't owe you <laughs> shit. You owe you that money. Yeah, you I mean, lie. now hold up. To be fair, I do. I have heard people call mm -hmm. uh, aunts and uncles deadbeats when it's a situation where like they want to be what's the word like they want to claim a certain status for the child oh, and they, they don't, don't want and they don't yeah, contribute I, in I any way that. that's that. that's cool because i get that that in, but in, in a subtle way is very similar to part of you having that status means taking on that responsibility right and you not doing it so you're dead beast. right so yeah don't you yeah, can't claim you know the saying? status yeah, yeah right you, you can't claim yeah, that yeah like, oh, I'm the favorite uncle, but you, you haven't done a thing, a single thing. Right. Like, what are you? Anyway, exactly, yeah. Discord. Exactly. It wasn't, am I the asshole for asking for money? Right. It was, 
am I the asshole for not telling exactly. my brother that is exactly he what he insulted it, me for? Right. Basically. That's it. Facts. That's it. That is the headline. Am I the asshole for not letting my brother know when my wife had a child? Not because I asked him for money. Nope. Mm-mm. He insulted me. He, he fucking... Yo. He talked... For he somebody... Talk. It is never appropriate. That is no appropriate situation for you to say to someone who you know is expecting. Yeah, yo. That they should so stop wild. having children. It's so wild. That's yo. not appropriate. It's so wild. Yo, you know I just heard my brother's voice in my head. His favorite. Yo, don't talk that shit to me. Hey, I just, I just. What are we talking to, about? My brother used to say that shit all the time. Hey, hey, hey! Don't talk that shit to me, bro. <laughs> and like he, and like he chose to have twins. Like, yeah, what facts, facts. Get the fuck out my face! In the he midst of, in the midst of his wife being pregnant, you bro. say some shit like. So what are they supposed to do? Take the kids back? Like what? The way? <laughs> like what? You decided to have more children. No, I didn't. It happened already. <laughs> like, it's there. Like it's at the time of this conversation, she had already been knocked up for six months. Like, what are you talking? <laughs> Bro, come on, man. You're out of line. <laughs> I'm You're out of line. Um. So yeah, we want to thank everybody once again for joining us on another rousing Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> three-hour block. Um, <laughs> you, you guys being here. Commenting on these stories and all that other shit is one of the things that uh, keeps us coming back because we are entertained, hopefully as much as you're entertained by some of the shit you y'all be saying. Um, do not forget to check out um, my sister Chrissy's "Heard It Through the Grapevine" podcast. Thanks. Also, do not forget check out my brother Cyrus with his "Medicine Mutants" uh, podcast as well. Thanks. Um, of course, always assume that there's music. There's always there's music. Always music in some form. Yeah, yeah, always move aside, move aside, yeah, go listen to that. Go listen to that. By the way, you know, if you only listen to like 30 seconds of it, we get the stream. That's facts. So, imagine if you really want to help support the show, support the people on the show, and all that stuff, support the music, you just have it playing in the background. You can be doing something else, getting us us those streams and shit. That shit would help greatly. Absolutely. Um, Also, uh, Monday, 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 we are Mm -hmm. launching. The Extropy and Entropy Issue 2 Kickstarter, Shattered yeah. Alliance. Yeah. We are also continuing the um, fulfillment. I got like 12 packages that got to go out Monday uh, also. Um, so make sure that you are queued into that. Um, I do have a link here that I can uh, slide everybody's way. That you can, you can one hundred percent click on this link and follow it, so that when it becomes live, you will be notified. Um, and uh, yeah, let's 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 handle this. Let's uh make more stories, make more content, uh, introduce other universes because that's what we do. We create universes over here. I'm saying. So uh, for my man SPJ, you, I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and for the greater multi uh-huh. world entertainment family, we are out. Yeah.